Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. Let's try this one more time. Guys, we're here at the Comedy Store Podcast. I'm Eleanor Kerrigan. I'm Rick Ingram. And this is a special one tonight. We're just going to uh, dedicate this one to Mitzi Shore. The late great. The late great. Uh, Mitzi Shore, we're just going to tell Mitzi stories. Some of them may have been told already, but too bad you have to deal with it because this is what we're going through. So we're venting. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, so we have right now, we have the great Don Barris, who was on last week as well. Uh, yeah, but that show will never be heard from again. Oh, yeah, that show <laughs> will be on. All By right. the way, this is probably one of the best podcasts for doing a show and never hearing it. Okay, okay. <laughs> so we'll skip over to Mike Black, who's not as negative. Mike Black. Honored, honored oh, well, to be I should um, be negative. You're being very negative. First of all, you put me with Holtzman. I can't what wait to hear mean? last week's you know, episode Don, myself. I did. Last week's episode, I'm sorry, I was, my hair wasn't fixed. Take another picture. I did Jimmy Pidd's podcast once, and he doesn't release any of them. That's true. <laughs> the Pidcasts are exclusively for... The Pidcast. Pid only. Pid yeah. only. It should be called Pid only. Is that done at the Pid Pit? It, it was. It was in his apartment in Buffalo. Jimmy Pidd's but. Pidcast. In the pit pit. Do you, do you want to start off the stories, Don, or do you want Mike you really Black? want me to start off? Yeah, whomever. Uh, I mean, Mike Black has some great. How serious do you want this to be? Is everybody going to bring out tears of joy? Uh, no, it could be we funny. It could even be mean. I mean, look. Well, you know what? A, tear of a joy lot of stuff there. I'm going to save for the big show in the main room when they have that. That's so different. That's I might work different. out but some material here. Yeah, good. Be, a lot of people won't <laughs> be able to get it. into that. Yeah, make it so that you know it yeah. really hits for That's the. Good point. Show. A lot of people aren't going to get to see that show. That's true. Right. We should. We should. This so is their fly on the wall chance to hear it. That's what I'm saying. Well, so uh, if you want to work, how it are out. you? How are you going to do this? Are you going to tell good stories? I mean, tell bad stories. I have a plethora of stories, but like there was a bunch that we were telling last night, and I just thought if we just started off with telling whether it's silly, whether you got you know fired from the phones. I don't know who's got what kind of... I've been fired a few times. How many times have you been fired? A few times. She called the police on me. Why? Uh, because um, one of the comedy store, we'll just say, part of the Dean 15, I think, yeah, uh, was very close with Mitzi and told her that me and a gentleman by the name of Steve Sharippa were stealing from the place. Yeah, I remember wow. that. Okay. Yeah, because that's would what that we have do. Been, would that have been Bobby? Is that the, is <laughs> yes. that the Grease? That's, the, wow. that's exactly you know who what? it was. I, I saw him the other night. Very joyful yeah. for yeah. Mitzi being dead that yeah. day. Right. Yeah, extremely happy. And uh, she called the police, and they were co- they came to my apartment. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, <laughs> I had no idea what was happening. And he told Mitzi that I was ripping him off, too. I always felt wonderful about that. Yeah, I don't said know Said that what... I was stealing the Ding Dong show from her. <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. At least you had a show. I I guess Sharippa and I, who at the time was running the Riviera, were stealing shirts. Like I don't know what it was. The dead years. What the I hell mean, could we have stole? I stole yeah. a lot of shirts from Pauly. I don't know if that. Yeah, but he had them. True. Very we, true. For a long time, we didn't even have them. <laughs> and and all I know is, luckily, oddly, Dom Irera just called Mitzi. And they were talking, and she goes, do you believe it? Steve Sharippa and Eleanor robbing me. <laughs> and Dom was like, what? And he's like, Mitzi, I'm close with both of them. There's no way that's happening. And so she called off the dogs, and she apologized. 
Did she? Yeah. What'd she do? Did she give you a big bonus in your check or anything like that? <laughs> no, but so? she has given me bonus in my check. Has Absolutely. She really? In fact, I'm the only waitress slash employee that got health benefits for a very long time. And when I quit, she paid them for three extra months. Wow. Why? Because I'm special, Danny. Okay? Yeah. Because I worked hard for her. I did a lot for her. Now, she would fire and rehire a lot of people right yes. that worked for you how, what was the what was the method behind that how did that go usually well after in the beginning i caught on like in the beginning you couldn't do anything about it cuz she was you know more mobile whatever right. so <laughs> more I, the, mobile. I, I hate to say it like that yeah, but it's true, but it's true. It's, yeah. it took yeah. a, it took a toll and yeah. so i mean when i first started here she would drive in in her little jag mm-hmm. or what's the other one the alfa romeo and she would drive in and then Damn. drive out you know yeah. she i had uh, there was a waitress that got fired she would for, drive in you're fired and then drive out well this <laughs> is weird she, Back out. Yeah, fired. one night in the main room it was packed we had this cute young latino girl i, uh-huh. I can't remember her name uh, I wish I she, could. Uh, she was beautiful. And it yeah. was odd that they hired her because Mitzi would not go for that kind of... She was stunning. Right. And so she... I don't know what she did, but she messed up and Mitzi told the manager, get rid of that girl. <laughs> and it was seconds. It was her yeah. second night, maybe. Argus yeah. gave her a look. Who knows? Yeah. Right. Argus, yeah. And she was brunette. Argus liked brunettes. Yep. Yeah. That did it. That's so she, <laughs> firing offense. They fired her mid-shift. Yeah. Mitzi's pulling out of the driveway, and the girl jumps on her windshield and, start, and starts punching the windshield. Oh. So I, I'm well, that's, randomly so. walking. You know how you walk out the front of the main room to go to the OR instead of going through the hallways? It was always a faster <laughs> yeah. run yeah. that way. So I was doing that randomly and saw this girl cursing and punching at a puller off. <laughs> Shit. And me and Chewy had to pull her off. This little Mexican girl, she was ready to kill her because she got what fired. What was her name? I can't, I can't remember her name. She was only here, like, I'm saying, I swear, two nights, maybe. Okay. It was so funny. I was like, You would oh think, though, that that would have got her, like, in for life. Yeah. What? Like, that kind of behavior. Oh, like, I like got, her spunk. She's got spirit. <laughs> she, yeah. Oh, she's terrific. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Put her on uh, in the main room. <laughs> I had always heard this story. Yeah. That's how uh, Sam Kinison got in here. Beating up Mitzi? No. Oh. <laughs> Helping Mitzi from getting beaten up. Oh, Ooh, I could believe that. Yeah. yeah. Did uh, you yeah. ever hear that story? I've been told from uh, Argus Hamilton that <laughs> that story was made up by Sam Kinison's brother. <laughs> really? And that there's no truth to it. But Ooh. Then you know what? Sam Kinison must have listened to his brother because he told the story at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that Sam would sometimes I don't tell a fib? I don't know. Well, yeah. I didn't say that. I, I had heard that story a Tall couple tales. times. That I never that heard Sam that. Sam kept his... He, what, after he, he get did a job that, or he became the manager after that or something? No, I think what it was, what I had heard, and he had kind of said that, he had been working the parking lot and he saw this late night and he helped Mitzi out. And she was so indebted to him that she started giving him spots. And he had not gotten a lot of spots before that. Then the rest is history. <laughs> Maybe it was Mar- I think Marin kind of suggested oh, oh, Marin, that on that our on podcast. Oh, oh, I, th- I thought you were saying that Marin was the one who attacked her. <laughs> no, he and that's wrapped a scarf around her. From- <laughs> he was great. He did the podcast. He told some crazy stories. I mean, but yeah, I don't remember that one specifically. Yeah. But I believe that. Yeah, he, he seemed like... Uh, just he, he was reconnecting with some of his memories and possibly getting high on the memory of cocaine while he was telling the stories. Here, yeah. what was it? 
Cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> I love the way you say it like that. I remember, I think my friend Ted Twyman has the record for fastest firing by Mitzi. Mm, I don't know about that, but I remember Where, Ted. Ted, uh, I got Steve Simone to give him a job because okay. I was like, look at him. He, he needs something. And he was like, okay. And so Steve was manager at the time. How the fuck that happened? Oh, Paulie's fault. You know? Poor Steve. That's why I wanted him <laughs> Poor, to come yeah. Steve Simone? <laughs> yeah. Steve Simone. The guiltiest <laughs> man in the world should not be manager of this place. And uh, he was like, yeah, I'll give him a job. We'll put him on the phones. He puts him on the phones for a half hour. Mitzi calls up and he goes, uh, he panics and he just goes, hold please. <laughs> puts her on hold. He goes, no, no. uh, where, where do you want me to put you? She goes, put me on with uh, whoever, the manager, uh, Simone. And so he puts him on with Simone. Have him fired. <laughs> Who? Nobody puts me on hold. Have him fired. <laughs> so. Yeah. Half hour is is the record that oh, I'm aware okay, of. You're That's right. the time to beat. Yeah, that so, is impressive. You know. <laughs> How many times were you banned? I was never banned. I was just fired um, from different positions and then moved around. But she would never fire me from waiting tables because my sales were too high, which was funny that they would accuse me of stealing whatever because when my sales right. were when there was not even a lot of people in here. We were uh, me and Lauren and my friend Jen were still selling. Like top, because that's the only way you made money. So yeah. we would yeah. send anybody home and be like, "Oh, we'll take your section, you know, we'll we'll take the extra." And girls, they come out here to be actresses. They they didn't really they weren't really on the survival thing like we were. So yeah, we were like, "Yeah, we'll work the whole fucking room. We didn't give a shit." Well, there was one night when I was working the whole, whole main room. Really? <laughs> it was that slow? Wow. <laughs> but it was just because it was slow. Don, so, you've been banned a few times, correct? Uh, the longest time I was 13 times, and I wanted to keep a good even 13. Yeah, yeah Baker's dozen. Nice. That's nice. That's then, not creepy at then all. Then Dean fired <laughs> banned me for f- two weeks. What? Uh, well, a ba- I, is a banning different, though? Can you still say you've got 13? No, because oh. I was banned. I was oh, banned right. 13 Damn. times. And then the 14th came when uh, someone said I threw a chair at them. And Dean banned me for two weeks. I don't think I've ever seen you throw a chair. I've never a seen that. No. I've watched a lot of your shows. Thank and you. The furniture generally always, in fact, stays on the ground where it should yeah. be. Yeah. Okay. Also, one time I saw, I saw <laughs> someone else, definitely not you, uh, get the crowd to pile all the tables and chairs in one large pile in the middle of the room. Who and did I, that? Because that sounds like what an asshole would do. It makes it difficult real for the morning fucking... Yeah. I can't imagine someone doing something like that. <sighs> what uh, what kind of things did Mitzi ban you for? Uh, Were you running prostitutes out of no, the I think hotel? The, the, the biggest, no, I think the biggest... No, 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 no. The biggest one was uh, uh, when uh, Polly said that I hit him. <laughs> did you hit him? No. Why, no, why? slap me. Oh. oh, and that was something I've had to live with every day the rest of my fucking yeah. life. Yeah, he pulled my hair once when we were on the road, and I came so close to punching him. And then I'm like, he's got a bodyguard. This probably won't <laughs> yeah. be good. really. And then why did he pull your hair? Literally yeah, no not, reason. Right? Like, is it like when he hit somebody? Like just for no reason? Just, yeah. Like I, I brought him up, and I had shaggy hair at the time, and I walked out. Uh, you know, give it up the. The Weasel, everyone, from all of the best movies ever made. And I walked by him. Godfather 1 and 2. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, Encino Man. He like yeah. gave me a fist bump or whatever, and then I kept walking, and then suddenly I just felt the back of my head get jerked by hand. And then I turned around and looked at him like, what the fuck? And he just kind of looked at me like, dude, get off the stage. He uh, said that, or he, that's the way he looked? He just, he just looked at me intently like, 
I was like, what the fuck? So I went and told the bodyguard, dude, if he touches me again, I'm going to hit him. He's like, bro, I would have hit him right then. Like, God damn it. <laughs> uh, did you ever get fired, Mike? I never worked here. I, uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, Smart no, move. I, uh, Why do I have you as a door guy uh, in my head? I don't know. I was kind of adopted. I just hung around. I didn't really do anything. That is so creepy. <laughs> I was friends with a lot of people that worked here, so it seemed like I worked here. Did you ever encounter with Mitzi? Uh, yeah, a lot of times. That's what I thought. Yeah, I'm like, and Wait. she she would do things like she she would ask me questions that I didn't know the answer to because I didn't work here, and I think she would go to have me fired, but there was uh, they were like he doesn't work here, Mitz. It's not we can't. Quick, quick question: Can yeah. we just check in the sound booth to see if this has been deleted as of yet? <laughs> Stop it! They're no, working on it right now. They're trying to delete it as right speak. now for you, Don. <laughs> But yeah, she she would get real mad that I didn't have answers. I'd be hanging out up in the green room. What she, the hell's wrong? Who's on that? I don't know. I'll call Tommy. I don't have Tommy's information. <laughs> she, ah, and then she'd leave and go to get me fired. It's too I late. <laughs> love that you had the balls to look at her and be like, I don't know. Yeah. Like you always are well, like, yeah. I'll figure it out. Like that's how I was. Yeah, I never figured it out. He wasn't I, and I never even yeah, you didn't work here. No one was like, "Listen, just lie to her." Yeah, were they keep her happy? Did they tell you to do that? Uh, they told me to interact with her as little as possible. Right, and if she asked me for anything, to just do it or see that it got done. Did right. they didn't tell you yeah. to lie if they, she asked you a question? Just say something else. No, they just say just. Whatever you got to do to find out what she needs. Well, and I couldn't have passed the buck, basically. I was wearing those Mike Black shirts back then. She would look right at it and go, oh, okay, that's why I need yeah. to have fire. You're and they'd be like, you don't, you don't work here. <laughs> wearing a license plate. Yeah. Fire oh, Mike Black. Shirt. Shirt. <laughs> you know the one. I, the I fat was, one. <laughs> I was the so shirt. happy when uh, I only got to see her fire one person. And it was a guy who uh, got hired the same time I did was horrible at comedy. Ooh. This guy named Drew and uh Drew, Drew he did uh he, he was his day job was he was a tour guide at Universal Studios. So he had that cool guy voice. And <laughs> he, that was the thing. He didn't, but he sure thought he did. And his whole bit was about how he uh would get confused because sometimes he would just go into the tour guide mode without being on the tour, you know? Ugh. And uh he so was just over off. here. Yeah. If you look to the left, and then the, <laughs> was Jay Davis? the six people in the crowd would just <laughs> stare at him like, "What? what is wrong with this guy? But he uh, he got fired mid-set, Mitzi. She, she, he went up in front of her, and she goes, get him off. And then he made the mistake of walking over to talk to her about his set. <laughs> oh, and she said, you're fired. You can't work here anymore. And then he stood in the back. Well, I don't understand what happened. And we were like, well. <laughs> the interesting thing that I yeah. love, because for over two years, I would sit there from 7 till two thirty, three in the morning on potluck nights because I emceed the whole thing. Nothing but potluckers, non-paid regulars, Brian Holtzman and myself, and that was it. Yeah. And I would sit there with Mitzi, and I would see her just, somebody get, oh, that's a stupid shirt. <laughs> yeah, give him the Anything light. Anything but the act, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, give him the light. Really? You yeah. won't let him do the three minutes? Are you going to take that <laughs> dignity away from him to finish his three-minute set? Yeah, I think Drew got 40 seconds in, and he got fired. That's Dave. a long set from oh. Mitzi. And I always loved it when someone would do a fart joke because she was not a fan of the. <gasps> oh gas yeah, she jokes. hated that. Yeah, and yeah. And so yeah. if you would see her do a fart joke, that guy, 
Get him off. Get <laughs> him off. I recall watching uh, Fat James uh, Price yep. tell all of us about... He probably, he probably greeted her in heaven. Fat, <laughs> he said, <laughs> James Price Chips Jr. He said, <laughs> yeah. he said, I'm getting passed tonight. And we were all like, all right, man. He was so excited to go up in front of her. And he opened with his... You ever see these old ladies at the subway doing the old lady shuffle? Shit. Give them the light. Oh. We're all just like, oh, this is so great. And then he lasted maybe three, four more weeks, and then she fired him for yeah. making all the cars stink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was spectacular. Uh, oh, it makes the car stink. You don't put no. that on your resume. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, no. like, Why were you well, fired? I know, well. Since we've had such a fun switching people as they're coming in well, we just lined up. Should I just uh, we'll tell one one quick in. story? Yeah, sure. All right, should I tell the story? First time she really had a conversation or maybe when I got... You know, I did tell the when I became a paid regular, the excitement of that and how well, she... Actually, first, we, but that it's was up deleted. in the air. That, about, was deleted. that wasn't deleted at all. It's up in the air whether you're a paid regular or not, I believe, that, through that, that story. Ep- that episode made it? Oh, yeah, that episode's out there. <laughs> Everyone right. has heard that. So, uh, <laughs> all right, maybe I'll tell... Uh, very first time that uh, we were talking a little bit earlier, when Mitzi comes to you, what do you, do you tell her the truth? Because you're so like, oh, God. So what I did, you remember the Todd, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He uh, he used to MC the potluck in the belly room, but he was always too high to do an entire show. So I was very quick to take over the MC duties. So I would do that every single Monday. Now, the one thing that I had forgotten was Mitzi's office was right there. So oh, she yeah. could hear everything going on in there. So the next day she came up, were you on stage last night? And my first thought, lie to her because I didn't want to. And then I just, no, nah, yes, I was. She said, oh, there's something special about you. And I'll tell you, in all Aww. honesty, that was nice because, you know. Yeah, because your heart races. You're like, right. uh, am I going to. It was good, and then it kept me going for <laughs> till now. It's yeah. awesome. It's a beautiful message. All right, let's, who else is here? Let's, let's get Brad <laughs> easy in here, see if he's got it. Yeah. What about, you have any more Mitzi stories you want to tell? Well, I remember uh, Dave Race showcase. You remember oh, that? I don't. Uh, I uh, would love to know what that where, means. I like the last name. Uh, it's where he did three, well, two minutes on Parkinson's to do his showcase. Oh, and then was Mitzi, O'Shack hosting? Mitzi yelled, no, Mitzi yelled out, Bob, because Bob had recommended him and goes, you don't get to recommend anyone anymore. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a backstory this to was, that that I feel guilty about. This was right when about. he said, like a week before he told me, I'm going to recommend you for a showcase, brother. And I was like, great. This uh, is the fuck. backstory to that. That guy's from Philadelphia. Yeah. Somebody asked me David Race, to help yeah. him get in the store. Mm-hmm. So I said, Bob, watch this guy. <laughs> And instead, I think they misunderstood and put the kid in a showcase situation. Shit. And Bob never watched him. Oh, I never watched him. And he went on and he did that joke and Mitzi lost her shit. And Bob stopped getting spots and stopped hosting. Yeah, and I think... So technically it was my fault. I think some of our friends, like... (laughs) Sorry, Bob. I'm not going to point right at Ari, but some of our friends... What? Uh, might have steered him the wrong way on that show because uh, he was like definitely do the Parkinson stuff. Yeah, do the Parkinson stuff. Dave Taylor might have been involved in, in telling him to do 
Just do two minutes on Parkinson's. She'll love it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I remember it. We, we were at yeah. Freddie Soto's house watching The Sopranos. <laughs> and I couldn't come in that <laughs> night because I was like, ah, just help him up, Bob. Just help him up. Because uh, back then, we all kind of worked together. So I was like, shit. Just, I wasn't a comic. I said, you watch him. See if he's good enough. And I just yeah. wanted him to give him a regular spot. Somehow, the kid got a showcase spot. <laughs> and Bob was responsible. Yeah. <laughs> Forever. Anyway, forever to blame i know i'm excited we have a a really special guest that just popped in hello sure uh i mean normal special yeah, no, yeah like like regular special like retarded special no i'm yeah. kidding um but you haven't been on jason lucas no i haven't you scared out mike black yeah. and don barris and i like that no because that's what we're, we're doing we're swapping out kind of swapping in and out so we just wanted everybody to uh come in and tell some mitzi stories and uh, Ren is easy on stage. You don't have to whisper it. They can hear it. Where's Simone? He's supposed to be <laughs> yeah, down here, too. Simone uh, has disappointed us. It'll happen. Unbelievable. Um, and I think we should all say so when he comes in the room. We'll let him oh, know. Definitely. Should I text him? <laughs> so, wait, this is uh, the great Jason Lucas, um, who hasn't been on yet. Nope. And so we're not going to get into your... Is that bad? Head door guy. Journey? Head door guy. Oh, wait, yeah. Are you still the head door guy? guy? <laughs> How long did that reign like, last? Like nine years, man. Because <laughs> when I got here, you were in charge. Yeah. And you really held that as like a... Yeah, I'm big time. I'm big time. I, uh... I don't actually ever work any of these shifts unless the Smothers Brothers are here. But <laughs> right. for some reason, I do the schedule. Money, right? yeah. Did you ever get that badge made? <laughs> the <laughs> the badge. Yeah, I got a plaque at home. Yeah. <laughs> Head store guy. That's amazing. That was a big deal to me. Because that was the best. That was the only way I could like still work here and not have to work here. Yeah. Because I could do the schedules and all that shit and just tell everybody what to do and not have to do shit. That was better than me. I pretended to work here and didn't get paid. <laughs> you yeah. you actually found yeah. a way to work here and not work yeah. here and get money. Yeah, and I got paid. I and just... I was the day manager. Remember that? Oh, remember? Hell you yeah, and me would hang out and go to lunch. Okay, that's that? got creepy. You had that thing on me. That's pretty weird. Uh, what was <laughs> the well, thing I had on crush you? Out? <laughs> well, I had a crush really on you. Me? Yeah. I mean. This has gotten super weird. So wait, you dated Ari and you had a... If you worked during the day and I went to lunch with you, apparently we dated. Where did we go to lunch? Well, there was a... Kukuru? California chicken cafe. You remember that. Of course. It was Kukuru. Because that was my favorite restaurant, Jackass. We go to Kukuru a lot. There was a clear Sam and Diane thing going on with you two. A lot of people are talking about that. Yeah. The buzz never stopped about this. Bonnie Raitt's something to talk about was playing every time you'd walk into a room. If I didn't mess around, I could have five kids and be married to Jason Lucas and cut late at night. Huh? Missed your opportunity, lady. I did. You don't want to put the headphones on so you can hear us? I can hear you. Okay. Cool. Would you need the headphones? No, it's just. I just want you to put them on so you'll oh, look like go. Lobot oh, wow. from The Empire yeah. Strikes Back. Now yeah. I feel professional. Sometimes yeah, that's it just what it's helps. all about. <laughs> Chase, you're an editor. You know this. I'm also a voiceover actor, so I have these headphones on. You I are a voiceover actor. What, what KKK uh, cartoon suit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking a question. Alt right. It's the alt right now. All right. Oh, are they Trump? <laughs> he, d- he does one called Little Mongrels. No. It's it's a hysterical <laughs> show. Funny, funny cartoon. Yeah. So, the bane of the Zionist Empire. They they really perfect. don't care for it. Yeah. The, <laughs> when we were day man, well, I wasn't a day manager. I was just a day whatever the hell they would throw at you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you did the inventory and shit for nothing. Inventory. Nothing I didn't. I, I I got extra money. I was oh, just you did telling get extra them. money for that. Yeah, I always got extra I you did money. That for free. She got benefits. Uh, Can you believe and this? And I had health benefits. Did you have health? What? Benefits? <laughs> yeah. Who got health benefits? Just I Eleanor. Did. 
for how at least did you three get health years. benefits. For at least three no years. No one had health benefits. How many people have died at this place? <laughs> Just fucking dead. There's corpses laying in the booth Jeez. every night because no one has health insurance and somehow you're getting health insurance? Some people weren't good at taking Robert, care of Mitzi as I was. Oh. Robert William Abravai is Under still what? Robert William Abravai. <laughs> yep. And you're getting health benefits. I know it. What Now wait, what kind of benefits though? Actually yeah, it what was is, very good. <laughs> And I think it all stemmed from. Uh, what was your copay on this one? Um, I, it was the best I'd ever had so far, <laughs> which is not great. But I worked for terrible. another company that uh, had a decent health benefits, but Mitzi's was. This one was the best one. Oh, that's I'm good. I'm serious. Like, it was How really How many people good. were on the health plan at the comedy store? I never heard of anybody. It was just it was you and Mitzi. Probably five. No, there might have yeah. been. It, it might have really been called. Small. It might, it might have been called else. the Eleanor Kerrigan Health Plan. <laughs> <laughs> it might have had Dean on it. Yeah, I, I remember Dean was. was and like it might manage, have had... General manager got management or got health yeah. benefits. But so I, I remember th- being like, what? This place? Yeah, I was a manager forever. I never got... Yeah, but you weren't a real man. Yeah, yeah, you know what you were. I just got... You know yeah. what you were. How much you interaction did you have with Mitzi as the day manager? I was I was her little bitch. Right. Yeah. So she ran you, you around. Come in and do yeah, whatever. Did you drive wanted. her around ever? I, nah, I drove her a few times, but I wasn't her driver. Right. Marcus Molina was her driver. When I was <laughs> no cursing on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm kidding. I'm he always kidding. had his chicken and rice with him. Ugh, God, he's so <laughs> annoying. The guy had abs forever. Uh, so, did you ever get? We were talking about getting fired from her. I got fired four times. <laughs> wow, four, four. times. I would keep going. She would fire me. I was like a door guy. She passed me to be a door guy, right? And then she fired me from being a door guy. <laughs> so, now, did you then, do the thing where you came back under a different name? Yeah, I did. What was oh. your What was your other name? Or do you remember any of them? Uh, I used my middle name, Marcus. Marcus. But then she like Molina. forgot me. Yeah. And then she knew me, you know, after <laughs> yeah, that. She was like, didn't wait know a I minute. I was the same guy from before. Those twin, you? those twin bald fuckers tricked me. Then, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> she How thought I was she? Dean forever. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. She used to think I was Dean. She hated me because I was bald. Well, she hated Dean too. Yeah, yeah. she hated she Dean. Didn't know that. Yeah. Right. Paulie's friend. Of course. Yeah. She, she yeah. really didn't want Dean running this place. She yeah. was so anti that. But Paulie yeah. was so animate about. Your people know who Dean is, right? The general manager. Oh forever. yeah, Dean. Yeah. We do him, bro. We do impressions all the time. Well, I don't. Yeah. Rick does. Now, last I heard, Dean moved to Hawaii to make smoothies. He's upstairs right now. I told him to come down. He is upstairs. Yeah, I just saw him. I just talked to him. He opened a sandwich shop in Hawaii. Was the cover story? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But when he loaded sandwich. up a when he loaded up a moving truck <laughs> to move Pulled to Hawaii, edibles. people thought this is weird. Yeah. yeah. So did Mitzi like your twang? Uh, no. You got a little twang. No. You, know you got. That. I was a hick. You got passed by her, right? What? You got passed by Mitzi, right? I got passed by Mitzi, and then on, I was part of that whole non-paid regular thing that happened. Right. Yeah. You know, I was passed like as a non-paid regular, and then Ari and Renazizi and then Ari and Renazizi fucked it all it for up, everyone. right? Yeah. And then I lost all my spots, bastards. <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> and when then... opening for Polly without her permission, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that wow. fucked. Oh, is that up. what happened? Oh, right, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. was never unpaid, so I I just remember being like, yeah, you Fuck, just passed like your first time. If right? I don't get spots, they yeah. shouldn't get spots either. I remember you were like a kid. Yeah, were still I was doing, 21. Yeah. Doing hilarious Will Ferrell impressions. Stuff and whatever. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Will Ferrell stuff. Yeah. Just anything Will Ferrell did, I basically ripped. And you passed and on that stuff. I pa- And the- then after you passed, you were like, fuck all this, and just started yeah. doing the crowd stuff. And that's when you started being 
Funny. Yeah, funny. <laughs> yeah. You can hear the bitterness in the questions. <laughs> yeah. in the, oh like the I, line question. I didn't realize how angry. <laughs> Every, yeah. Everyone was really angry when I got passed. I well, one, because I, I probably had a solid 45 seconds yes. of comedy. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then... I wasn't angry I got, at you, Rick. Thank you. But you've always <laughs> been the only I decent person really I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I got passed on the fluke. She was in the passing mood. She came specifically just to pass Ari. Yeah. I think he could have. <laughs> yeah. He could have bombed horribly, and she was going to pass. It was him, his thirty eighth so. showcase. Yeah, so right. Like at yeah. least. So I, I just snuck in on that good wave. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't. Uh, I was one of the only people who wasn't so scared that I went and hid somewhere in the building because they yeah. didn't want to go up in front of her. But I tried to go up in front of her as much as I possibly could. Oh, that worked out yeah. for you, huh? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever have Good any job. weird encounters with her? <laughs> oh, yeah, all the time. And, like, all the time. Like, <clears throat> well, I had to go down. On her? <laughs> Lucky man. Lucky Just man. Ask. Don't I be offered, embarrassed. It's not uncommon. Time. We call that going sagging. <laughs> right? <laughs> She came in. I was. Are the you manager. sagging it? <laughs> You're sagging it tonight. Yeah. She used to call me when I was a day manager all the time. She would call up here and just Aww, scream at me for shit that happens. Yeah. Right. Like I didn't know what was any like for somehow I didn't even realize I was even a part of like the construction crew or the, the <laughs> oh, cleaning no. crew. Of course you are. But I was evidently the I was managing them. <laughs> the head of Juan Carlos. You know, yeah. Cleaning. Because you know I was the guy that spoke English. Yeah. So I was in charge of them all of a sudden somehow. I didn't even know that. And she would call me and scream at me for shit that they did. <laughs> right? And then one time I didn't even know she was here and I was walking out. Uh, well, I walked right out of the manager's room and she was in that booth over there, you know, where the zero sign used to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Downstairs mm-hmm. in the kitchen. The, the, kitchen. the mirror table. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah. see her over there and just heard her start screaming my name. Jason! Jason! Jason. Yeah. Jason. Jason. It sounds like, very Voorhees esque. Right? <laughs> With the way she would say it. Yeah. And I walk out, and she's just like, "You don't have to yell." Oh yeah, <laughs> just like you know. He's very bitter. He's on. very upset. <laughs> I know, it's all like, coming God, out tonight. Angry. Can Josh you hear is there you? trying to make the levels like I'm blown out. He's like it's ruined. We're gonna have to redo this later. This oh, is if, if, ahead, so we're deleting this anyway. If this were awake, Jason would have already punched somebody. That's that's how great it's coming. <laughs> this is why I didn't want to put the headphones on, guys. <laughs> he does see. I was just like, man, he is angry. Like, <laughs> anyway, fuck me, But there's no music to make you talk louder. You understand? You're just hearing. Okay. Yeah. okay. I just want to make sure. I I'm love heard. you, Eleanor. Would make sure and not give the Lucas boy a drink before the wig. <laughs> you know how he gets. <laughs> he I said, "I want to make it. sure I'm heard." Yeah. <laughs> so I'm afraid. For the first time, if I whisper, I'll be ignored. <laughs> no. So go ahead. So. So what's so what she yelling want? at you? So yeah. So she's just yelling at me for, for something I don't even know what's going on, and. Evidently, the ice machine broke again. Oh, that'll happen. Right? A million times. Yeah. Oh, so the ice machine breaks. Why'd you break it? <laughs> <laughs> and then, at the same time, the the, the washing machine's broken. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? shit. So she's, she's yelling at me because those things are broken. And she's doing laundry? So I call it. <laughs> <laughs> the towels needed to be washed. <laughs> she, I think she was doing laundry. Somebody was doing her laundry. Here. Here. <laughs> But oh, she had shit. these. She had these things set up where she had these. Like uh, we had this trading agreement. I forget what it was called. Remember that? We no. had a trading oh, agreement yes, with, with other everyone people. in like Southern California. Yes, yes. Where we yes. could like trade comedy store money, like comedy store. Dean. There's Dino. What's up, buddy? Bro, Dean. Bro, we do a lot of Deanus. Oh, yeah, trust we were me, just I talking about. Trust you, me, I hear it. Dean. Myro, Myro calls yeah. me and goes, "Dude, you gotta listen Bro. to this clip." 
They're talking about you. <laughs> Guys, this is the ex-general manager of the world-famous comedy store, Mr. So now we got we got Gelb. Dean Gelber and yeah. the doppelganger, Dean. Yes. He said yeah. he yeah. would I was just talking about Mitch. used to think I was you. Bigger Dean. She, was, we she hated Bigger me Dean. because Bigger she, she thought I was you. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it for me. Right? Those, those, those last Bro. years. That's yeah. why she hated me. Paulie's friend is a hick. <laughs> that's, that's not, that's, I don't know which one you hate more, but you're taking it out on the other one. That's So he was just uh. telling a story about Mitzi yelling at him for the washing machine because obviously she was washing yeah. here. I don't even know why and, she cared uh, about the washing machine. But we, were t- <laughs> we had to wash towels, fucker. Oh, yeah. yeah we I didn't even know what we did in that washing machine. I, know, had- I just thought it was like homeless comics came in here and washed their shit. Yeah. Well, some right? did. Some did. <laughs> oh, oh, we got you, Katie. Yeah. Katie. Oh, Katie. And then Secret. Katie, town drunk, was in here. Hey, 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 hey. Whoa, whoa. whoa. She's hey. sober. She's Are beautiful. you sober now? Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> did you see I that face? <laughs> what, why are you, no what's fun. with the accusations, man? Lots of people are sober, dude. Well, you got to get on the mic to yell like I'm that. I'm just kidding. I, I just meant, you know, you were, Get close to Dean. Come over here. Come on. You're just so Come entertaining. You Katie, we love you. Just a drunk girl that would just, just get in her car and swerve out the fucking parking lot if and almost you, slave into seven c- cars in her way. If you don't come on, I'm just going to do an impression of you, and oh. you're not going to like it. I like it. Katie, get over there and talk on the fucking mic. Like, don't be such a cocksucker. Oh, that's perfect. Are you a cocksucker or what? Dean, what? Uh, yes. What, what, what led to you getting a job here beyond Polly pushing for it? I mean, was that a, was that something you actually wanted? Or were you just looking well, you for a Pauly, job? Right. Yes. Well, I knew that. Yes. But I mean, because the club was just in complete deterioration, and <laughs> I, I just—I don't know what you're saying. Weird. <laughs> Definitely, when I worked here, was a bad. No, it was horrific. I mean, you know, Mitzi was not here anymore. Right. The inmates were running the asylum. Yeah. Um, and. I, I honestly I felt like this responsibility to do it because I love comedy so much. Growing up in general and just being here around comedy with Polly and just the family and everything. I mean, it was just it was like this. You know, yeah, I could have continued working with Polly, but and he even asked me. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't like he said, dude, you 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 know, you're gonna you know run the comedy store. Were you like his road manager or something? I was his tour manager. I was his everything. I was his assistant tour manager. Right. So basically everything for like 10 years. Wow. Yeah. And then I ran so the club for 10 years. So you were a competent guy. You could do all that. You could run the Yeah, guy. I mean, I did everything. You know, it was the yin and the yang. I was the, the straight guy. He was the... The weasel. He was the weasel. <laughs> uh, how old were you when you met Mitzi? Oh, God. Must we have been were, a teenager. Yeah, teenagers. Wow. Yeah. You had the flowing so hair back then. We used then. to steal her weed out of her drawer and fucking get high and oh, that's go out and party and come here and sneak into shows when we weren't supposed to be here and run, you know, run amok. Where was sunset. Lainey during all this? Why didn't she have a tighter she leash on you? Zany Lainey was... Uh, she was she was buying the weed you were stealing she, from Mitzi. Well, she was. <laughs> I heard a crazy story. I don't know if you were the person with okay. Polly, but... Dice uh, said Mitzi, when he first came here, Mitzi sent him to Westwood, which was a normal thing. Like when you didn't quite get past here, like the non-paid thing, she would send him to Westwood. So she said, I want to see Dice. And Dice got in a car with Polly and a friend, and they were both about 14, and drove from the Westwood club to the comedy store. And Dice was like, 
how old are you? And he's like, I'm 14. He's like, yeah. dude, it's California. It's cool. And Andrew's like, I'll drive. I'm 21. Like, he was terrified. But they allowed Paulie to drive, to drive people yes. back. And f- he was yeah. 14. Yes, that happened. Yes, this, 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 this happened. Yeah. And Mitzi allowed it. I was just wondering, did you ever go on one of these excursions? I, would, I, was, I wouldn't ride in Paulie's car no. now. <laughs> 14. Uh, I did not go on that excursion. But, oh, okay. Um, it was, he said it was just one of his stoner friends. You know, because uh, to Dice, he's coming from Brooklyn, so these these little California kids, oh, yeah, like sure. skateboarders. Uh, Simone's here too. So <coughs> Simone, Billy <laughs> in the house. Uh, so Rick's gonna go check in. So uh, Steve, come sit over here while Rick goes and checks in. Yo, so we were just um, t- he was telling those stories and I was laughing, but we were, wanted to tell all Mitzi stories on here yes. to be honest because this is going to be dedicated to her. Absolutely, and should be. A few other people come down, and so we were saying that we. I mean, Steve told a great story last night uh, about Mitzi, the Lenny Bruce. Oh yeah, and can you tell that one? This Steve Simone guys is here. Uh, first, I want to say what's up, hey, Dean. Hey. I wouldn't be at the comedy store if it wasn't for Dean. Really? Uh, I thought it was Pauly who no, well, finished Dean, the contest. Both Dean of us. was on the road with Pauly in Philly. Oh. Yes. And I remember I carried Pauly's T-shirt boxes to their limo. I just didn't want the night in to Philly. end. In Philly, yeah. In Philly. And then Dean felt so bad for me. He was like, hey, man, if you ever want, if you ever do make it to the comedy store, give me whoa, a call. Whoa, hold on a second. Let's, 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 let's. <laughs> Wait, I thought you won a contest. I did win the contest. I did feel oh. bad for him, but he won the contest. But the bottom line is he was fucking funny. I mean, right. that's the bottom line. I mean, he Wait, fucking killed it. A trip to London. A trip to London? Wait, go ahead. That's Katie Seabury. What was the prize? Uh, it was a trip to London. Yeah. And trip I brought my brother to do a comedy tour, but not perform. Like a vacation. <laughs> and it was a fake prize? No, it was real. Oh. I told oh, wow. That's yeah, amazing. but I remember Polly came up to me that night. And we did, I did my set, and I just caught, it was like my 10th time on stage, but I just caught lightning in a bottle, and these lights are flickering, and it's making me. Oh, it's yeah. Mitzi. Mitzi's it's here, fine. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just and, leave uh, Let her be. Let her do her And thing. then Polly's like. Katie, don't make eye contact with Mitzi. Yep. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> calls me back out after my set, and I, I did a whole bit on seventh grade dances. Okay. And I, how I would try to impress girls, and I did a break dance with like the worm so or whatever, funny. and I did that across the stage, killed it. And then Paulie was like, calls me back out, and we did the worm together off the stage. <gasps> and then Paulie was like, dude, you're funny. You should be at the store. And I'm like, oh, okay. What? I mean, yeah, did exactly. He? We both saw it. I mean, it's like, yeah, you were when, like when this you guy. See it, you're just like, because you somebody has it. The problem is they they made him a. Manager and Mitzi, when you're a manager, no offense, Lucas, but she doesn't see you as a comic. Yeah, right. Well, I got hired as the manager because everybody else had gotten fired, and I was oh, the only person happen. that didn't do drugs. Right. Right. And I was answering the phone. I would take the first shift. The first, my first job here was answering phones, but early shift that nobody wanted. Yes. And I was just so happy to be a part of it. Yeah. That I would have so much enthusiasm on the phone. Mitzi was like. Tone it down. Yeah. You sound Pete, like a you? car salesman. <laughs> <laughs> did you start after we found that manager passed out after all yeah, the whippets? Yeah, all the whippets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I fired David. Him. Yeah, I fired that. Was the day after shit. that? He started David. after him. Wait yeah. a minute. He did those whippets all on Fat Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. You can't eat all the whipped cream on Fat <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah. They put it on cold. So that was yeah. Tuesday night. I met my first night managing was Wednesday night. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. 
he was passed out with the night. money unlocked in the room in the, oh, yeah. in the office. Completely and knocked all out. All the whipped cream was gone. That was the bigger th- problem. Well, because he did the he sucked the whatever out, yeah. and yeah. then so when you the go nitrous. to put yeah, yeah when you go to put the whipped cream, you know, in right. Fat Tuesday they order cherry cokes with whipped cream, right. so you got to put. It, Al, tra- you made me go over to the so House of Blues pissed. and borrow a case of uh, oh, we, cream. We would always, speaking of the bartering, trader, yeah, yeah. Tra- the we were talking about how <laughs> we used to have, yeah. I never we, have to finish that story, by the we way. We used to have trades. <laughs> well, do it. Well, we used to trade with people, like if the washing machine's broke, you call somebody else and say, hey, can we borrow your this and we'll right. give you that. So if you want to finish your story, Lucas, I see you're yeah, angry. Just, yeah, just, I would like you to yeah. finish the rest <laughs> of that story. Jesus Christ. She made me drive to fucking Hemet, which is like east of Palm Springs, <laughs> Juan Carlos and three other guys that didn't speak English. So that was a fucking hell of a ride for me. The right? problem is, so Miss Mitzi. Going to see Mitzi, come on. Every time. I'm just right? trying to think of all the fucking Mexican shit I could come up with there while I'm on, in the, like my seven words of Spanish I kept reiterating yeah. time and time again. All the way to Hemet. <laughs> all the way to Hemet. Juan Carlos was translating. I'm trying to give me buddy buddy with the guys in the back of my car. Oh, I love Juan, Juan Carlos. Juan Carlos. We just needed some guys to help us pick up the washer. The first guy I I had driven across country. I didn't think Dean or Paulie would remember me, but I still had r- resumes <laughs> printed up. Okay. And I had nothing, right? And I remember the first motel I stayed at. I was like, now I'm in. What am I going to do now? And the first motel I tried to stay at was so bad. That I went downstairs and got a refund and stayed at the Best Western across the street. Wow. Because I, before the internet, you would go to AAA and get maps. They called it a triptych. Yeah. And I ended mine at 8433 Sunset. Oh. And I knew I, this is where I needed to be. And I was staying across the street. And the first thing I did in LA that first morning is I came to the comedy store mm. without calling Dean or Paul yet. And I saw Juan Carlos and he walked me upstairs and I handed in a resume and I didn't get a phone call back. Who, who did you hand it to? Do you remember? Like Whoever the phone guy was. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. But then after You'll Never Wheeze in This Town Again is the original working title. Yes. Yes, it was. Eventually became Paulie Shore's Dead. You guys rewarded me with a, a phone job here. And my first day on the phones, Juan Carlos came in and he just started to talk to me and he was like, you're like family. You, you belong here. He was like, no, no, no. No, you're supposed to be here. Oh, Wow. Yeah, uh, he was, that's that, amazing. We, like the first time I met him, we were like brothers, man. The first time I met Juan Carlos, we were like super I, tight the first day. Mitzi he's loved like him. that kind of guy. I Mitzi hit it off him. with him Mitzi immediately. Really loved him. Yeah. She knew. That's good, why he's been here for so good long. Good person. He could fix anything. Too. Yeah. Anything. That's he, why he's been here for so here's long. Here's the thing. He kind of could fix anything. <laughs> but But wait certain, a minute. Certain things we had Dean, to call out for. <laughs> Dean, no, no, we didn't call out for him. And sometimes Mitzi would be like, just go fix it, Carlo. He always and he, knew a guy. He, no, he would go up and try to fix the yeah. breakers or electricity. He, he would, he would he'd come <laughs> down. He'd come down like his hair sticking all up. He's got fucking his eyes, sockets, yeah. right? They're out of the sockets. He's a bad and, MacGyver. And he would look at Mitzi. He'd come in the office all dirty, like he'd just fallen off the roof or something. And he'd be like, the problem is Miss Mitzi. I don't know, electric. <laughs> and I'd be like, are you okay? Uh, like he was... Disheveled. He didn't figure that out until he almost no. died. It was almost electrocuted. Oh, it was, it was amazing. Like, ah. We were like crying. Every time he would just try to, can you do the roof? No. He doesn't even know. It was brutal. She would have him do everything. Yeah. Dean no too. She come on, Carl. I did what I could do. Dean was like, come on, go get You can do it. She tried to help me fix it. Jew. Maybe. What am I doing up here on the <laughs> roof trying to fix an air conditioner? What's going right. on here? We buy you how much things. you loved her. Uh, 
She's, she's from a generation when men knew how to do shit. That's true. And, <laughs> right. And Whereas she, nowadays, we don't know how to do nothing. She lived off the handshake. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a lot of, like, she'd be like, just tell the Hyatt we're doing this. And we'd be like, right. but, but legally. And she's like, I shook that guy's hand. We're like, yeah. no, that's not a thing. So old school. But yeah. she she really, there was somebody there, and we yeah. did have a thing for years. Yeah. They used to let us park up there, you know. But me and Katie were talking about, because Katie was waitress here. How long did you wait tables here, Katie? I started in 99. That's that's years. that's Mitzi tap dancing. Ninety nine right for eleven years. <laughs> you did eleven years. 11. Oh shit! Well, you got to say it into the mic. And then, you know they couldn't make it without me. Into the mic. Wow. Don't make out with Dean, but you have to say it into the mic. No, I actually I met Eleanor on my first shift. Same thing. One I drove cross nights. country, and I was supposed to fly back just to help my friend get here. And when I saw Sunset Boulevard, I was like, Oh, I'm not leaving. And I walked in here, and there was a manager in the daytime. His name was Brian. He was from Boston. Yeah. And I came in, and I said, I had applied at every bar, and I stopped here, and I went in the back, and he hired me, and he said, can you start tonight? And I said, oh, I need to start tonight. And I was at the Saharan Motel, which is that's much nicer than the yeah. Best Western, I'm sure, right? That's where I walked out Oh, of. yeah, that's where the I stayed. The one across from Rock and Roll Rouse. Yes, that's it where I was It smelled so bad. It's disgusting. Wow. Uh, but I came up and my first night was with Eleanor and um, I think maybe like shift three or four, uh, there was a keyword when Mitzi came in the building. It was background, background action. action. And everybody has to grab a tray, even if there was nothing on your tray and you just had to be walking around. Yeah, That's true. Yeah. I don't care if you put water so, on it. If she Hollywood saw you, yeah. if yeah. she saw you with an empty tray, yeah, it was background you action. You had a tray. So Eleanor tells me, oh, I, I'm, I'm slammed in the main room. You you got the original room to yourself, and I was really new. She goes, you get her your pillow, and you get her, her Perrier. Yeah. And you put a red straw in it. Not a black straw, a red straw. Yeah. So I was so and red nervous. Napkins. Yeah. But I was, I was 21, 22 at the time, so I had my T-shirt tied up in a knot. And I walked past Showing her and I gave her her big stuff. Irish yeah. globes. Huh? No, I had a nice <laughs> stomach then. And uh, she grabbed Eleanor and she said, uh, she's fired. Get rid of her. And I was I like, oh my oh, God. Man. I was so devastated. But Eleanor got story. like a 30 pound dusty sweatshirt from the case <laughs> and put it on me. It was 97 degrees in here. And then she was like, oh, I like her. She's much better. So <laughs> I think I, I was do. fired by Mitzi at least five times. Yeah, that's what we, we all were. Yeah. I got fired four times. Yeah. So Eleanor you saved too? my job here. Yeah, I ended up hiding out in the cover booth for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, my saving grace was I was family, so it wasn't you know they they obviously went to bat. So there was you know when she was not of course doing well. Yeah, there were situations where I was blamed for everything. Yeah, you, yeah. you did. They it would just okay. be like, "It's Dean's fault." You got to find somebody to blame. Sure. And the problem is, whoever would get to her first would blame somebody, right. and uh, then yeah. that person would have to. It was so annoying. I hated that. We were oh, talking yeah. about Greece and did that to me a couple thing, times. Um, after about ten years of working here, Dean came to me and he said, um, "Mitzi has seen something online, and I, I have to get rid of you." <laughs> he tried to convince me that you know when that Yelp Mitzi came out, knew that, how to get to Yelp. Mel, yeah, that she had seen the Yelp review <laughs> warning everybody about a waitress named Katie. <laughs> oh my god! And I tried to convince Dean that it was not me because I spell my name K A Y T E E, and in the Yelp review it was K A T I E. I was like, this is totally not. Me. <laughs> <laughs> they don't fucking get it. And, Dean. He, and I said, and I they know Mitzi is not reading tag. Yelp. So oh yeah, yeah. She's so he did. He fired me. But then the next night it was an all black show, and they had nobody to work it. So he asked me. 
having to come back. They were like, oh, well, who could do this show? Yeah, right? that's the best show. <laughs> that's the show for you. We're going to um, pull Corey in, too. Can we switch Corey. out? Corey's here. Oh, we yeah. got the princess. No, oh, stay for a minute. Princess. Like, we'll just, yeah, Princess Corey oh. is our uh, talent coordinator. Uh, and she might be a little loud. I'm just warning you, oh, but it's okay. Oh. Because Sorry, Jason Lucas has already done that. Um, she's wearing. You don't have to shut the door because it's so hot. You're going to be sweating. She's wearing a, a she's fur a coat. coat. She's got a full length. Sit right there on. if you'd like. Dressed to the nines as oh, usual. My goodness. You remember Dean? Wow. Everyone. Okay. No one. Okay. Oh, it's not visual. It's not visual. Oh, <laughs> Guys, she was showing you her webcam in here. She was showing her everything. That's oh, awesome. I was showing everything. Right off the red yeah. carpet. Well, I was going to wear my. To the mic. I'm sorry. I'm just pointing because I. Oh, did you want me to put something else in my mouth? Oh boy. Um, oh. Okay. We're I going was. Uh, That's early for that. Hey, I'm kidding. Hello. Hey, no, I was going to wear my monkey coat. Remember, Mitch gave me. Oh a yeah, yeah. Aww. Did you wait? She gave you one. She gave me one directly. Yeah, because I don't want you to get lost in What's the side. What's a monkey coat? A coat made out of monkeys. See, what? Mitzi had these she monkey loved furs. Monkeys. She did. She had, and they're illegal. Made out of real monkey fur. A real monkey fur. Yeah. Monkey tails, I believe, school. a little bit of a pelt. Oh my God, I didn't know they <laughs> killed monkeys. Right. Calm down, Jace. They kill everything. Oh. It's mostly your people from yeah. West Virginia. So I don't <laughs> know why you don't know this. This is uncomfortable. That's fine. Nowadays. But, uh, yeah, so, so she had these monkey furs, and every time certain people would come over, I'm not going to say any names. She'd go, make sure you hide my monkey furs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so i was in charge of hiding monkey first but Corey was the town coordinator here did you work with Corey? James? i got here right when Corey was leaving oh i'm so sorry for you right? worked well, you left in like 99 no. you, 2000 oh 2000 yeah i got here in 2000 so yeah. i got here i think maybe you were still here you were just here well i mean i continued after i left as uh yeah. sort of a i remember uh, seeing you a lot you were here a lot but I don't special know if event because coordinator because you were working here i don't remember when did you start here like 95, I want to say. Wow. That's crazy. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> no. I'm, no, because like 95. Or 96. I was still with Branca. Oh, my God. I love so, uh, My ex. My, I'm sorry. My oh first ex-fiance. I'm just trying to get a time frame. You and your ex-fiance. Uh, I have a few of those. Um, yeah, we can share mics. Uh, I don't care. Well, then you know, you know, it's po- it's possible ninety six. I don't know. After you spend time, it's possible on the inside. Sometimes you, uh, <laughs> your, your your memory goes Corey, a little bit. Corey was married to uh, the late great Freddie Soto, uh, that we always talk about on this podcast. Everybody has a Freddie. Do you story. really? Yeah. I love that. We've had a lot of, of people on that have Freddie stories. Yeah, everybody Aww. has a Freddie story, don't they? Chicken? No? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden? All right. Uh, but we were t- trying to tell Mitzi stories, and I, I love the one of you, you wrote it online about when the car got stolen. Oh, my God. Oh, which my God. Which she was God. most upset about. I don't know if you remember. but Yeah, I, I, I can't believe story. she would even let me drive the Jag. <laughs> I mean, I, I really, you know, I have a lot of talents. Driving is not one of them. All right? If I can just be 100% honest. And um, so we, like, Mitz and I had the same aesthetic, right? So we would, you know, she start out you know doing something and she's like let's take a walk and then so you know sometimes we'd go down to the bathroom to do lineups or you know she just needed to be in different spaces so on the weekends I would drive down to La Jolla and you know so we could sit in like this gorgeous 1920s Airte decor you know par- uh, house that she had at the beach but her condo, um, her yeah. condo right yeah the, the condo which wasn't yeah the upstairs yeah, the yeah. yeah right and um, so and Not I was the like, crusty that's... one we had to stay in. I was just going to say <laughs> no that. I was the crusty like, one. I never I was stayed like, in the pink one. Yeah. No, no one did. 
I wow. did. <laughs> they had smooth, smooth <laughs> edges, <laughs> smooth edges. Well, that was the first night that I got together with Freddie, but not really, but sort of. But um, at the condo. But um, you're never going to get a straight answer out of court. You're never going to get a straight answer. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Which so is wait, why, so which is them. why I saved her ass with the car because I talk a lot, and so we were like, K -k 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 -k. and I'm driving and I'm talking and I'm telling like a million stories, and she's like, oh, I love them. And then all of a sudden, ah. she was like, get gas, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, but wait, hold on, this is a good part. And then, and then we get to the condo, and by that time, I like forgot to stop and get gas, and she's like, fuck it. So we go in, and then the next day we go out. And the jag is gone. It's not there. And it's a gated community. And so she... No, it isn't. Yes, it is. You had a gated parking. Oh, it's a gated parking. A gated, gated parking. You said community. I'm well, sorry. Well, you know, me. Like a, it was, I mean, so it was like in a, the garage. You parked in the garage. Yeah, I parked in the garage in the of the condo. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so, and we walked out and... You know, and the car wasn't there. And I remember thinking, like, oh my God, I'm so gonna be fired right now. And then and she looked at me and you know, her eyes get big like a saucers. Squirrel, right? Right. And she goes, high. Oh she goes <laughs> she goes, uh oh no, wait, wait, no, because she wouldn't have known that yet, right? No, so first so first it was there was anger and there's wrath. And then we get a call from the cops and and they say, uh, Mitzi, we found your car two blocks away. And it was crazy because it would have been halfway to Mexico, except for the fact that it had no gas. <laughs> <laughs> and Mitz went, Oh, see, that's a sign. She's like, I knew it. But they took all her music and she was Furious. Remember oh, see how I blocked that this, out? Yeah, I blocked out that. I see. I just made it like, all good for me, yeah, yeah. and I just completely forgot about that. So we, for years, everybody that was the her birthday gifts or whatever, we would buy her tapes because she they took all her favorite tapes. Freddie oh, used to make her tapes. My yeah. God. Any Artie Shaw band, big bands. It's, yeah, well, you know, I was going to reopen Ciro's. That was that was my other whole thing mm -hmm. that I was yeah. going to do. It's a hard for thing her. to do. I think it's still. I think it's like could totally be done. You're gonna reopen Ciro. I was gonna yeah, reopen Ciro's, and you know, I'm what telling you, y'all. I, I nobody knows what you're saying. <laughs> nobody knows what I'm saying. Okay, 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 okay. So where you're you just threw that out there. Yeah, uh, on the side way. Gonna... Learn your comedy store history, okay? This place used to be Ciro's Supper Club. Y'all know that, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. right? Okay, we're gonna reopen. Yeah. Well, so we were gonna we were gonna make Maybe it recreate it. No, we. A, no, but a Sierra, no, but but it, no. no, it was like a rededication. And I found in this big box of comedy store stuff, because I took everything when I left, and it, it had, like, I had the meeting where I sat down with the chief of police, I sat down with the fire department, I mean, everybody, and they, the reason why we didn't do it is because we were going to have to build more bathrooms. They were going to, right. they were going to say that we were building a new building mm. and so they're like so if you were gonna have claw goes out of the right 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 and so that's where that's where that ended but um because <laughs> i didn't sleep with the right people apparently that's true it's so true <laughs> how many times were you fired from here Corey? oh like 13 probably easily Ricky, yeah but i've had like 13 jobs so oh you're up after well, the next comic okay your hair looks yeah. fabulous by the way yeah, is that fatherhood is that fatherhood? Rick, let, <laughs> nice. Most of the guys nice. cut their hair when they have a baby. Rick grows it long. <laughs> right? Well, something to pull on. <laughs> He's like, you know what? Wait till Fuck he has more. Stuff. I'm going right back to being a kid. Wait. I'll be, I'll be with these two as soon as Yeah, as soon as you have more, you're going to turn into Lucas. How many kids do you so, have, Lucas? Three. Jesus. Wow. Angels. Perfect That's very angels. feng shui. That's such a lie. Right, I angels. like it, though. My uh, five year old's a monster. <laughs> 
No. My five-year-old's a monster. That's terrible. Why would you say that? Uh, Five-year-olds are, kind of. He's got serious behavior problems. (laughs) Why are you staring off into space like that? It's terrifying. uh, First babysitter I had, like, a couple weeks ago, she came over, and she was all nervous and sat down on the couch, and I was trying to get her to meet the kids, and my son just goes up and sits on our laps and farts on her. Okay. Giant loud fart. And just starts laughing. That's a boy. And he does his ham and cheese things. He, like, (laughs) spreads his butt cheeks up and shows everybody. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm seeing a theme here. Yeah, I mean, just like stuff He's like got that. A better think, act does than anal you retentive? Do. Does that come to mind yeah. at all? He just thinks it's hilarious. You don't think that's he's just working on his act, trying to get his five minutes together? Yeah. Maybe yeah. wants to showcase. I think so. he's, <laughs> he's already got better material than me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware of it. <laughs> um, so yeah, we were just trying to. What do you have? Any other good Mitzi stories to tell, Dean? Oof. I have some crazy ones. Yeah, I, I, some of them I'm not sure if I'm allowed to tell yet. Like oh, that's a scary thing. Why? Oh, oh yeah, there there a lot. Like she she was sharing lots of secrets. Well, sharing secrets is one thing, but we did a lot of weird shit together. She never shared anything. Oh my god, you went yeah. We went to the Dominican Republic. Yeah. Oh my god. I never. Oh, been. I forgot about that. You got some great stories on that. Well, right? We never. I never left the country. Do you never. in my life? And the first stamp I got in my passport was going to the Dominican Republic with Mitzi Shore. Oh my God. It was frightening. Wow. Uh, Because we went for stem cells Mm. injections, which were illegal in the United States. And so what we would do, uh, you had to fly to another country. And she had already done this and gotten huge results because it does work. It, to- it totally works. But she, she'd come back I amazing. So. I don't know if that it's legal. That was back when Bush was president, right? Because they, they wouldn't pass that. I think no, no, it was never legal. It's, no, it's not it's legal, legal now. now. I don't think so either. Well, they're doing research. Because this yeah, is no, 2001. No, no. They're trying. Yeah, I think but they're trying to. This is, um, it doesn't cure the disease, but it slows it down mm-hmm. for sure. Or any disease. Because there was a lot of people with different diseases on this plane. And um, my, my favorite parts was... Uh, That's a show, right? Oh, yeah. It was it was terrifying. Because I, I, I've gone to La Jolla with Mitzi, but I've never gotten on an airplane and mm-hmm. been fully responsible for somebody. Yeah. So it was terrifying. <laughs> and then we no go to... And she wasn't walking well then, right? Right. Yeah. She, she was already slowing down. She was already down. slowing down. So... In Miami, specifically, she wouldn't get on one of those carts and the because that we had a commuter. You know, you had to take a flight from Miami to the Dominican. Yeah. She wouldn't get on one of those carts. Who she go? I'm not a cripple. Okay, we'll walk. Two flights we missed. Uh, I remember you two flights. Me. Are you serious? Two flights because she was tiptoeing. And I and she wouldn't get on. It wasn't even a wheelchair. It was just those carts uh-huh. that they drive around. She wouldn't get on it. So I was like, God damn it! So strong. So uh, yeah, it was, but yeah, I, it was stressing balls me out. Mickey. And then um, the first time she had a huge reaction to it. The second time it wasn't as big. But you know, we're in the Dominican Republic. We're going through customs, and she's like, these fucking Mexicans. I'm like, nope, nope, that's the wrong. <laughs> Oh in the wrong country. That's not it at all. <laughs> and she's like yelling, fucking should have told Carlo to come, tell him to knock it off. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, this is really happening. So we go through customs, we get to the, I'm tipping everybody because she's calling the Mexicans. Yeah, so I felt guilty about it. And so I'm tipping all they these people. Like I know. And they, when you tip them, I didn't know this because I'd never been out of the country, especially to there. And so when you tip people in the those countries, they they treat you like a god. So people were like flocking to us, knocking, Miss Mitty, you need anything? <laughs> Miss Eleanor? Uh, you know, I'm like, what the fuck? You know, they're up. at the door, they're tucking us in. I'm like, what's happening? So I, I didn't know. And then uh, we went to like an abandoned, abandoned 
uh, hospital. May, may or may not have been bombed at one point. Oh my God. Uh, but we were in a room and the guy was administering the drugs. And I'm like looking out the window and signing a piece of paper that says if she gets sick, they won't treat her in the United States. So I was like, oh, fuck. This is going to be like weekend at Bernie's. Oh, oh my God. God. I'm going to have to fucking keep her alive to get her back. This is going to be terrible. God forbid if something happens. And I, I saw like donkeys, police going by on donkeys. I'm like, oh, it's over. We're, it's just over. We're going <gasps> to die. Wait, how long, how long were you brutal. there? Four days. And they had like prisoners <laughs> tied up. I'm like, they're dead. Yeah, it was frightening. And then. And this uh, was all for the Parkinson's? Uh, well, that was never fully else. diagnosed. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because if you said those words, she'd leave the oh, doctor's right. office, yeah, right, Steve? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, so we were there, and when the guy starts, because everybody forgets that Mitzi's funny because they keep watching this show, I'm Dying Up Here, which isn't... Oh, I couldn't even yeah. watch that. But here's I, I, thing, I, couldn't, I couldn't even watch that, it. It just made me mad. That woman is a terrific actress, but it's a one note, and it's, Mitzi was very funny, right? And so I, I remember I'm sitting there, I'm sweating. She sees how nervous I am. I'm four pounds I already lost. We're here for a day and a half because I'm so nervous, right? Yeah. And the guy goes to administer the drugs. He puts it like a in her stomach and she looks because it's just a shot yeah. and he she looks at me and she goes I hope that one had blonde hair and blue eyes <laughs> and I was like oh my god <laughs> but she broke the tension because I was terrified oh my god. if you know what stem cells are you'll get that joke yeah. <laughs> oh my god but it was frightening and then when we left that's when all the she would just walk through customs like oh they know me no no nobody <laughs> knows you know she'd just motor through so but you've been Steve Simone you've been to the doctors with her a few oh, times I know I had to take her a million about times her being funny she sometimes every, like in a lot of ways I think Mitzi was a lot like a real life Willy Wonka <laughs> In the Wonka. sense that she was always testing you. Yeah, perfect. Of course. Oh, oh, yeah. Always testing you and also making you better without you even knowing it. Yeah. And sometimes it was for your growth and sometimes it was for her entertainment as well. Yeah. And I remember I would take her to the doctors once a week. Yeah. For the glutathione shot or whatever it was, B12. Yeah, yeah. Like. And I, she was having a bad day or so I thought. And I'm literally trying to carry her into the doctors, right? So uh, we're about 30 yards from the doctors. And she goes, just let me stay here. Go in and let them know I'm here for my appointment. Then come get me. And I'm like, you know, always walking on eggshells around her. Always nervous and always just trying to please her. And I think that's part of the reason why she kept me around because she thought it was entertaining. And uh, (laughs) I I get her comfortable. And I'm like running towards the door and my pants were falling down. And I went to pick up my pants and I just out of the corner of my eye, I see her 30 yards away dying laughing. And I'm like, and then I go to get her and she walked herself into the doctors. She was just playing with me. You were carrying her the whole time and then suddenly she she could walk. This kid, I got to toughen him up. (laughs) I was like Henry Hill with the you wasted eight fucking aprons yeah, on that guy. Uh, <laughs> she got to toughen this kid. She up. introduced me to tough love. Yeah. Like, um, Dean so Gelber, my, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. Hello, hello. Hey, Don. Danny yeah, Harris sure. is back. Don, uh, Don Barris. What do you want to ask, Don? Seems high, and he brought two gentlemen. He's really high. These, these, guys, these guys help me out with free pots. Oh, okay. cool. They don't, cool. they don't look like they They're have pots. Cool, I give you free pot, Don. Yeah, I'm cool. All right, Dean. Bro. Dean, me, what is, is Dean told any good stories yet? Yeah, I'll tell a Mitzi uh, story. Yeah, he's going to tell a Mitzi story right now. So, 
Let's let him do it. My you, favorite Mitzi story is... Oh. So she basically was falling out of her bed a lot. Okay. It happened, and I was yep. getting blamed for it all the time. <laughs> that she was, why did you do it? <laughs> I don't know why I did it, Don. So, but she hurt herself, and she had to go to the hospital. And we went to the hospital. It was just her and I. And she's like, okay, we got to break out of here. <laughs> Always. <laughs> and it became this whole thing. And so you instantly go in. You instantly go into, you know, you got to play, play with it. You got to play yeah. along. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. This is going to be like Bonnie and Clyde. We're getting out of here. <laughs> yeah. So we did this whole thing where we, we snuck her out. I got her, you know, down to the elevator. And, but you, you had to make it fun, though. Yeah, of you course. You know what I mean? So that was the whole thing for her. It was, had to be fun. And, um, and basically, yeah, I mean, just that moment of just her excitement in things, you know, that were just, I, I, like you said, Steve, you know, she got, testing you. yeah, she, she tested people yeah. and I, I know, I, and I always felt that, that she was testing me the same thing she did with comics, you know, to make them better. Absolutely. That, sure. I'm, I'm falling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now you're falling. Yeah. Jesus. You know okay. I got, I'm going to stop you know talking. What? Of course that's her. That's her. But, like, oh, don't I'm going to stop talking. No, she, but I, go ahead. I was just going to say she was also such a deeply um, spiritual person. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yeah. Do you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And like she truly, I mean, she, and I believe her that she was like, God told me. This. Oh, yeah. This is my favorite. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. She Mitzi would, story. she would, I mean, she predicted, honestly, I remember my first night at the club with her when I was, she walked me through the club. Everything in this building serves a purpose. Mm. She wanted everything like that neon's too bright, that mm. music's too loud. This should be over there. Everything had mm. a place. Yeah. And I was just uh, you know, blown away by her presence, you know, because she still had she was at the peak of her powers mm. and she started to tell me how she was on a mission from God with this building and and comedy. Mm. And uh that night, she told me how she thought the building was protected and told me so many stories. But she also predict, she predicted six months before it happened, 9-11. Mm. Like she told me she was uh, – the name of the show was she Arabian was Nights. Of, uh, oh, she loved oh, yeah, Fox she always News. watched Fox. Every yeah. time I went down to her place. But she was like, God News. told me I need to develop Arab comics so they could – start a healing process with the Jewish people. And she's like, I'm Jewish, you know? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. She was like, but God put me in this position to do his work so the world can heal together with laughter. And she was like, we're going we're gonna to go to war. And she was, my comics are going to go around the world and sort of ease that pain. Yeah. And I remember another story, because I, I spent a year with her, mm-hmm. where I'd get her out of bed and I'd put her to bed. So all day long with her and once sometimes she would just be quiet and she didn't want to talk yeah and then sometimes she would just start with something so profound out of nowhere she was like god put me in this position Mm -hmm. and i was like okay she was like no you don't understand she was like i was with sammy in miami beach right in the early 60s and she saw lenny bruce and she was like god spoke to me that night and said that's what comedy should be it should be a true art, artistic expression. Yeah. She was like, it's not about jokes, it's about you. And I was like, yeah. okay. And she said that. And she was like, I knew then that I was, she was like, that was 10 years before the comedy store. But yeah. she knew that she was being prepared for something. For this. 
Wow. Yeah, that was always her uh, mantra, right? You get three minutes. You don't have to be funny, but you have to be you. Yeah. You, know? you have to be yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Always. And that's the hardest thing to do in comedy. Sorry. Somebody's you know, trying I, to be themselves. Hold on a second. Don <laughs> Barris is trying to be himself. What the fuck is that about? I was going to say something very nice because, I you know, see, I'm proud of you, Danny. as things come you. through, so you got a chance to see some of that. I, You know, I got a chance to... <laughs> Uh, when she did potluck, I got to know her a little bit through that, sitting with her. And just, mm-hmm. you're right, the sense of humor was unbelievable. unbelievable. And the thing that she always said to me, and I think that one of the last things that she said, uh, this is, she wrote it and she said it. God, I hate Dean Gelber. <laughs> so weird. Don, Don, she fact. never said that. That's Don. a fact. No. Fact. No. No, that's a rumor. That's a that's full a rumor. Fact. No, no. No, but, oh, but Don's God. right. And I wrote that on, on uh, <laughs> social media about her being funny. Oh, a lot God, of people yeah. don't know because they didn't know her. Right. But I had a chance to be around her, you know, as family, but also as, as running the club. And that's the, the main thing that I take away from it all. Because, and she could say something, and it was like two words. It could be, but she was so sharp and she was so God. witty. And it's just, you just die laughing, you know. Yeah. Like, like I said on, on Facebook, I said she, she could fill any dark room with laughter yeah you know yeah. she could she could hold her own on stage oh yeah i she, remember she had to and she loved yeah. to fuck with people too oh, oh totally. she loved, loved to oh, fuck yeah. with, like if so, she knew yeah. people were like like fighting she would put them next to each other on lineup oh, all the she time did that with Peter she just loved to see yeah. <laughs> yeah. set up set up oh man. back to back yeah she That's true. Me. I think we should do that at the memorial. We should make people that don't like each other bring them up. Wait, what was the restaurant she had? Uh, what was the restaurant she had across the street? Thai place. Yeah. Oh, tie uh, me up. Tie me up. Was, was it, it yeah. called tie me up? I think it was called tie yeah. me up. It was pickles. She had a Thai restaurant. She had a Thai right? restaurant. There was a bunch of Thai shit down here for a while. Nobody can I, hear you. I, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I don't know what the hell you're talking about. That's why. She had that restaurant <laughs> called Barrymore's, and then they brought that thing, and they brought like a bar that Argus decided it'd be fun to have a jukebox and <laughs> sawdust okay. on the floor. <laughs> sawdust. That, that was what this one part. But I remember everybody would sign their names on there, and somebody got Brooke Shields over there. Your first thought, everybody here, I saw it in your eyes. Did I, did I fuck her? No. Oh. Uh, but That's so weird. I wasn't thinking that at all. Um, uh, <laughs> it wouldn't have been bad to hear a story about it, though. Oh, would it? Oh, That's my God. Terrible. Um, yeah, so uh, Cynthia's right. here and yeah. Adam hey. Barnhart, because hey. we're trying to get everybody to come and tell some stories. So yeah. come squeeze in. Uh, I don't know where Rick went, but I think he's on stage, if you can find him. So, and I'm glad that... Mitzi's hatred towards Dean. No, no, okay, no that's, hatred. that's not what the name of this podcast is. We can well, call it Mitzi's hatred for Dean later. Because <laughs> Dean knows. She hated Dean so much, uh, she hated me because I was bald white. <laughs> Look Hi, who it is. How so, guys, Cynthia Levin is here and the great Adam Barnhart. I did not expect this, and I am very excited no, for it. No. Uh, Can so, I say one thing? Oh God, yeah. Yes, I want you to. Um, Dean, do you remember these guys? Of course. Okay. Uh, I mean, this is family. Bro. It's, a, it's a huge family here, you know. As Mitzi had it, it was yes. always supposed to be a family. You know, and that's the main thing about the club is, you know, people, comics, getting together, supporting each other, you know. And I, 
you know, I'm very grateful that I got to run this club. I, you know, people think, oh, you're just, you, he's here because of Polly, whatever. Dang, you know, they ran oh. you ragged here. Uh, well, th- but this, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Jesus. I was so committed to turning this club around. And, you know, sure, we all make mistakes. I wasn't the, the, perfect, the perfect person, but what the fuck did I know about running a club? What the fuck did I know about running a club <laughs> with the craziest mother people in the world? I mean, it was like, yeah. you know, you, I got nice grown. nice talk about Adam like that. <laughs> no, no. It was awesome. Was you here. put blood back into these walls. <laughs> no, as, as I told people, I was basically a psychologist. Comedy blood. To the comics, but I loved every minute of it. And that's the one thing that I want people to understand is because I got to work not only with people that were up-and-coming comics, but I got to work with some of the, my idols. I got to work with the Smothers Brothers. I got to work with sure. Jackie Mason. I got to work oh. with I got to work with Jim... Well, Jim Carrey didn't really perform, but um, he came in once. George Carlin. George did Carlin. I got nights, to work... I mean, you don't understand, for me, that... And even though I grew, around, grew up around show business and all that, for me, comedy was a whole other level, especially older comics, because I grew up watching like the Smothers Brothers and people like that, and that was my beginning. Yeah, you got so a that's note. amazing. You got a note. Um, yeah. So I got a, I got is it a business? Note. Is it business? Yeah. Is it your mother? Peter's looking for me. Is it me. your mother? Yeah. I'm Peter in trouble. Shore is looking for him. So. <laughs> Sweetheart. But yeah, so I, no, I just want to make that clear that I just I, I loved every minute, no matter what happened here. <laughs> no matter what happened no, here. I'm so grateful. We went through a lot <laughs> so of shit. Yeah. And and they were trying to turn a club. I don't know how to run a club either. Right. We were trying anything we could to to keep it going. I mean, and we did. The, yeah. the, the, the yeah. club turned around. The club was on an upswing. Comedy became. She lost a breast. <laughs> for a down. Tip one night. <laughs> Wait, say, say it well, again. Well, comedy was, you know, basically. It wasn't. It, it wasn't just here. It was everywhere. Yeah. You know, and then with the uh, with podcasts and Netflix and all that stuff. Yeah, it's taken off completely. And with good comics and with people getting TV shows, it's just like back in the '80s when the comics would get a TV show. This place was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jimmy Walker, yep. all those guys. I mean, that's what put the Jimmy asses Walker. in the seats. Mm-hmm. Uh, all those guys. So, Argus We're said that negotiating though, but but the negotiating with you know I wonder what she would say now about the new media and everything else because you know that was you know the thing that she would do she would sit down and say everybody's gonna fuck the comics she's like your job is to protect them you know because she's imagine like she spent her whole life this woman in Hollywood just being like people trying to railroad her. Oh, of course. Yeah. And, and she was like worldwide in perpetuity, my ass. Yeah. And if if she was a man, they would say, Oh, she's just, you know, a shrewd businessman. But because she was a woman, they were like, Oh, she's a cunt. Yeah. I'm like, "No, no, she's doing the same thing a fucking dude would do. Just stronger, and it's bothering you. Because Comedy Central started when I was here, and she was not oh, no, giving them she an had the inch. Comedy Channel before that, and she was and they pissed. stole. Yeah, so it was like a whole. Anyway, Adam she Barnhart. She was sort of in her oracle stage when I arrived. Okay, so you're speaking of something that's out of this world, and I forgot about that. The oracle stage, where she would judge people on. Or she was the, in her or, oracle phase. What does and that mean? It means spirit. She yeah. saw yeah. you. She would take her stones out. When people did were she? Like, did she take her stones out with me? Regular at the comedy <laughs> store. How do you become? A, and it was just like, I always knew it was a soul thing and a level of pain that she looked because I would sit next to her on Sunday nights, mm-hmm. night after night mm-hmm. after night after night after night after night, and I would <laughs> watch through her eyes, and I could tell the ones that she picked: Brian Holzman, Cynthia Levin. There was fire, and there was the depth and there was of truth. pain and yeah. truth yeah. and pain coming out of us. Yes, because of what we had been through and what we. I haven't been sh- through anything. Yet. No, you oh, had a real easy time. Everything's such been a good. It was such life. a very 
happy. Yeah. Always have been. It Keep was going. so blousey. Um, it was very. <laughs> but here's okay. I got so several you have a stories. Great, okay, great stories was you know I came out <clears throat> on stage and I wasn't like I'm so gay and so unoffensive. I was like I suck cock, motherfuckers, and that's just the way it's gonna go down. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with it and fuck you. And because um, I didn't know any other way to be, it was like. All these people were in the closet, and and you know, the, my passion about being honest and the truth was stronger than anything else when I got on stage, especially downstairs. And uh, I remember Mitzi when she first, well, when she said "Congratulations, you're a comedy store regular," it was like an out of body experience for me. Uh, and then um, because it was like my dream coming true, it was there. And I remember her picking me. That's and, amazing. And she said, like three weeks into being a paid regular, I followed Paula. Uh, Bell. Bell. Paula Bell. Not Pound <laughs> She ripped Stone. me apart, but was great. Paula or Mitty? Paula. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, is this your first time, honey? Oh, yeah. Oh, One of my those, God. Like, you know, She's not like that. No, but that night she was. I'm kidding. It was really funny. Well, keep moving. Oh, keep okay. going. Oh, You're okay. doing great. Keep going great. <laughs> keep going. So um, anyways... Mitzi, you know, she would say things, you know how she was. It was just like she would sort of hone in on you and then disappear kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She came, she said, I want you to get a belt that says F-A-G. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. But this is the 90s. And so to me it was like she got where I was coming from. I was like, I'm breaking this shit down. I'm not going to let you fucking put me in some gay box and make it fucking sickening. Yeah. So, so a belt she got behind a bag it. on it. And then when I started getting spots in the OR, she would put me up after Andrew Dice Clay every fucking Are you? Oh my time. God. Gay after that. So I had to go up there with a fucking machine gun. Counter. Sober. Coffee, nothing else, but just raw fucking what the fuck. You baptism like, by fire. She knew what she was doing. And then That's she would right. say stuff like, you were amazing. Oh, my God. And then the next day, what did you do? You blew it. <laughs> you blew it. You fucking Aww. blew it. That's I was hilarious. like, what do you, what? She, I don't Oh my oh god! My but that's god. like putting you know a gay man after a caveman. But we're that's talking in the nineties. We're not talking about now. This was the fucking nineties. Yeah, yeah, when it wasn't. As I easy. had to fucking put it on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I said I came out of the closet with a shotgun. That's the goddamn truth. <laughs> <laughs> I had a fucking. I'm not fucking kidding you. I wasn't gonna be up there and like. <gasps> I was like when I walked in here. I was like first of all I identified with Mitzi because she's a whole lot like my mother's spirit. And he also loves Jews. And he's I like, love true. Jews. He's a juicicle. He's a juicicle. I have no idea. I love you so much. I'm Jewish. Jewish. I got a Jewish. I'm Jewish. I just absolutely knew this woman knew what was going on. And she would, she said it takes a long time to really get to the power of it. Stuff like that. Yeah, no, it was it was like being in the presence of a guru. It, it was. was, it was Duncan Trussell calls her. I yeah, I never thought and of it like that. Yeah, exactly no, no, and and walking through the club with her, like it, it, it was it was like riding a, an energy wave, right? Yeah. She would be like, "Don't make 
eye contact, okay? <laughs> and then and then you just like, I mean, I was like a mafia mall, right? I was like, what do you want me to do? You needed me to like, you know, hurt somebody? Well, you know, I'd have to have you hurt somebody because I would just like, but anyway, always in a gown. She, she loved wasn't gonna you. Hurt she anybody. loved you. Oh my God, Aww. yeah. I, I, I loved her. I, loved I loved you. her so much. And I and I was trying to remember, I can't remember if I was talking to Brian or, or Brian was walking her in, but it, the first time that I ever talked to her, I it was like, oh, Mitzi's here, and and I ran out to the parking lot, and they were like, no, 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 you don't, you don't run up to Mitzi, and I just was like, oh my God, Mitz, I go, do you understand what you have built here? Do you understand yeah, what you have? Perfect. You are the most amazing woman in the whole world, and then she and her eyes got really big, and she's like. Who the fuck? No, well, well, because I, I, I want to say she looked at Brian like, is this, is this girl for like what's happening? And she was like, and she goes, uh, she's like, you're the one, oh. you're the one I've been waiting for. Okay. Oh my okay. God, Corey, give me your hand. I Wait. remember that. Uh, I remember. Yeah, I don't. yeah. And and it was uh, I, 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 I walked I out of there okay. like insane, insane. You ran this motherfucker like one at a time. I did. Sorry. God. Put the headphones on so you could hear how. Bad it sounds. Yeah, he how bad does it sound? Because there's too many people talking at once. Both of you sit so, with headphones. No, it has to. Just oh, do I get headphones? Nobody gave just me an accessory. Sit. You can't reach. So okay, so phone. this is my oh, question. Yeah. Uh, stay. You're fine. So when that's what I want to talk about too, because a lot of people say like Mitzi was anti-woman. They always love to make things up because they didn't know her. Yeah, because they didn't know her. Yeah, and so I I spoke to somebody about the fact that we had a girls of the comedy store show, and they were like, "No, we didn't." I'm like, "Who? who, They they weren't in it. No, she reopened it it for me. She told me that's right. But she had it. It's when you were. She had it from from forever, but then she closed it. Well, you know, somebody asked me the other day. and uh, you know, Levin, just about funny. yeah. So I'm Cynthia Levin, and thanks Sorry. for being Don't here, know. everybody. <laughs> uh, no, so um, yeah. I mean. I'd never, Eleanor, come on, just turn that off. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, it's Mitz. It, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, what no, the fuck? Point being is that she was a fan of women. She was not anti. You felt her vibe. I never felt a negative vibe from her. I mean, mm. never. And I really? can say that. I mean, I, honestly, I know Ella, she was a total ass to you, but I'm kidding. <laughs> well, you were a waitress. No, no, I'm um, saying I dealt with a lot of different things with her. Like, yeah, but, it wasn't just all... You know, no, I know. Literally, with, with in terms yeah. of my, you know, I'm just talking about a, you were a, a vibe. comic. Yeah. yeah, I was a and comic. You were a female. And she loved you. Yeah, she and sent me to go get you. Don't make me cry again. Okay, Aww. so thank you. But moving forward, go yeah, thank Cynthia. you. Though that's sweet. Go get yeah. Cynthia. So tell the story. So, well, I don't know. The, I, Freddie told me the same thing that she told Freddie to get me at that point, and I didn't believe anybody. I didn't believe anybody because I didn't. I didn't have any self worth. Still don't. Still don't believe it to be. Stop a, it. Uh, my daughter is in love with you, by the way. I'm in I love mean, with your yeah, daughter. Yeah, no, um, she thinks you're hilarious. I might have to. I might have to go that. take her away All right. into really my studio work, apartment. You know. Anyway, but um, so okay. Well, I'll just tell you, my Mitzi for me was she was like my mom to me. I mean, right. more than. But my, like a mom you like more than just more than my mom. Period. She yeah. was she was supportive. She believed in me. She did, you know, you can feel stuff like that, and it changes your life. Mm-hmm. And um, that it was like all of a sudden I felt like I mattered, you know, yeah. by a female, which is a big deal, an adult female. Absolutely. So, um, and I think she did that for a lot of us here, was that male or female, it doesn't matter, that she made us feel like um, we mattered. And yeah. I think that was her, you know, it's a, such a big deal, especially from a female, it's a big deal, you know? So, um, 
women are powerful in that sense, you know. Yeah. Uh, but aside from everything else, but so uh, so my my little silly story about terms of getting picked up was not she didn't like see me in the OR or anything. I had been doing it for a few years, um, about uh, um, three years at that point, and John, I was doing a belly room show, and John Mulroney brought her upstairs to see me. I had a huge crush mm-hmm. on John Mulroney. He had nothing and no interest in me whatsoever. Yeah, he, uh, he wouldn't touch me. Okay. I would even sleep at his house. He wouldn't even bump against me by accident. <laughs> I would literally I sleep in bed with him, and he would literally never even gander at me. I was like, really? Yeah. It's such a Aren't small bed. Aren't you one bed. of the lucky ones? <laughs> oh, really? Anyway, <laughs> bitch. Not me. Of course. Oh, not. All right. No, no, I'll tell yeah, you. He was, I thought he was. Anyway, we're moving forward. So anyway, um, but yeah, so he brought her up to see me, and after my set, you know, I was just like a dingleberry walking off stage, you know, <laughs> just like completely unconscious as I always was, and she goes, um, she goes. Hi, you know who I am? And I go, yeah. (laughs) And she goes, I'm Mitzi Shore. And I go, I know. And then she goes, um, she goes, uh, congratulations, you're a paid regular. Wow. And then, and I go, oh, and she goes, you know what that is? And I go, yeah. <laughs> and she goes, you know how to do it? Oh. <laughs> and I go, uh, I go, and I go, and I said, um, I go, yeah, but she knew I meant no. And I go, yeah. And she goes, call on Mondays, call Scott on Mondays. Congratulations. It was like so huge. And of course, you know, seriously like that was like it just like happened like that it was sort of like a gift because seriously if it was up to me it would never happen that's the whole (laughs) (laughs) little self-sabotage there no honest to god are you shitting me i'm a hundred years old i haven't done anything yet but doesn't we always talk about like the when she would ask to see you yeah so to speak whether it was a showcase or she used to like come in on mondays and be like or sundays rather Mm -hmm. because she switched it to sundays Mm -hmm. she would come in on sundays and be like i want to see all the door guys and they would just scatter (laughs) and freddie would be like fuck i can't find anybody you know and they were hiding from mitzi because they don't want to get in front of her that's right yeah 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 yeah. they wanted out of sight out of sight out of mind sometimes was better yeah and so it's so i was lucky because as i said i was lucky because i honest to god if it was up to me to showcase like i had to re-showcase just recently because i'd been gone for seven years yes and so i was whatever in london and chicago and i come back and i just re-showcased. it's a weird thing right yeah and i just was like you know listen i'll just leave it up to the lord i mean <laughs> honest to god i mean because really i mean like i'm like i'll just do the best By i the can way, and it's did. not gonna be very good <laughs> she did phenomenal she's crazy she did great but so look at her. She, f- could, she could barely keep in her laugh. Eleanor, please. Anyway, Cynthia, no, it was good enough. I watched it. It was awful, Susan, but I liked it. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, because now it's like a whole different world here. Oh, my and God. It, it, no, it, it is. is. It's completely different without her. And uh, I don't mean like just because she just passed, but like no, because yeah. she hasn't yeah. tr- truly been here right. and hands on right. for quite some time right. now. So it's like, like I tell people all the time, I'll say something about Freddie solo, like, Oh, remember Freddie? And I realize I'm talking to somebody that don't remember Freddie. Right. <gasps> oh, right. And your heart terrible. breaks, but it's 13, it'll be yeah. 13 years this year. All right. Like, let's not say that. Out loud either. Yeah. No, There's no, no. Oh my God. Here at these days. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I just wanted to do this Some podcast to, really like, hung in there. I know yeah. it. And Steve Ren is easy. Okay. Did, oh, let me, let me tell. <laughs> we have, uh, Steve Ren wait, is easy. can I tell one more funny story? It's Please. really small. Please. So it's a shorty porty. It was just, I just saw Sean Polofsky. So Sean Polofsky. Yeah, so Sean was upstairs. She was doing the main room, and I just, and she came up to me. She, first of all, she burst into tears as soon as I walked over to her. I mean, everyone. I and, got off stage. She's seen me crying. I know. 
In the microphone. Oh, you were too. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Sean? <laughs> and she just starts. She's she crying. starts crying. It's like my mother. Yeah. Oh, oh no. No, I know exactly. And the thing is, is that we all have such bad timing because we're not crying at the same time. We're all crying separately, and it's like when one person's crying, we're like, what? What and the then I'm crying. They're like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And I'm like, you know what I mean? That's like, we can't seem to get it together. But anyway, so, but Sean goes, she goes, she starts crying and she goes, remember when we, you were chasing me around the kitchen with a frozen chocolate banana? <laughs> <laughs> we, that, you know, we got it over at Carney's. Carney's. And because I, I was making fun of the sickening beast of a cock. You know what I mean? That she was, so I, t- I guess I took it Wait, from her. Wait, Sean bought a, a frozen banana. No, whose cock were you making a fun hor- of? A horrible, it was not the oh, human that's, size. That's besides, <laughs> besides the point. It was, okay. all right, you got to, it was a half moon. It was unreal. But so anyway, so the banana was a half moon. Yeah, the banana was that. There was no cock. You were pretending that was a cock. I don't know what I was doing. Sean remembers this perfectly. But the funny thing was, was that we run in Mitzi. Like, I'm chasing her with the damn thing. And so Mitzi's in the back room. And she goes, <gasps> and all of a sudden we just go, <gasps> like, hi, nervous. Mitzi. Like little, two little kids, you know, like, <gasps> oh, hi, Mitzi. You know, like, got caught idiots. doing yeah, something got caught. bad. But, you know, you just felt it, even though I didn't really think there was anything wrong with what I was doing. And so um, I guess it ends up having, sh- and then turns out that Sean ended up getting um, banned for a week. <laughs> Are you <laughs> serious? From the club, because I was chasing her with a frozen banana. Mitzi said it, she goes, that wasn't very ladylike. <laughs> so she gets banned. She gets banned for a week because I'm chasing her with a giant cock looking thing. And not a word to me, because I guess that was expected. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> How many times do you chase someone around with a cock after that? Not, Probably not. not, not yeah, well, you learned your lesson. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Mitzi. We I wish. Steve Renazizi has some great uh, Mitzi stories as well. Hi, Earl Skakel. What's Hi, up, Earl? Earl? Uh, hey, buddy. Well, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I didn't know Tommy was here. Uh, Tommy, you're not allowed in the building, honey. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, that's not... The building was all black. How the hell was I supposed to concentrate? Get out, Tommy. Get out. Right, the Tommy. names are in white. Renazizi knows. He moves to Boston. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. A little ink will appear. It's a little. Thank you, buddy. Much, Thank you, much. Tommy. Guys, you better get out before this month. February is the shortest month. That's how lazy they are. Okay. Get out. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, Tommy, I'm sorry. Oh, Tommy, that's a Another lot. piece of history. Comedy store history. Tommy <laughs> Morris. <laughs> So wait, we've had some crazy phone calls from Mitzi. Oh my God, are we doing those ones? I mean, we're we're just telling Mitzi stories, like everybody's telling. Okay, and it's almost like the best of a comedy store's podcast because fifty people have been in. Has Simone been in yet? Yes. Did he tell the story about us in in Palm Springs? Uh, uh, No, but we did tell that on there when you got us in trouble. I mean, when you got the comics in trouble and there were no more non-paids. You can yeah. tell it again. Oh, no, I'm talking about the one where me, Ari, and, and Simone went that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. But you so, can tell it again because so I... So, essentially, this was the time we... Uh, Paulie had asked us to open for him at his... I think it's Sandy's room. Was it Sandy's yeah. room down in uh, in San Diego? I mean, no, pa- in uh, Palm, Palm Springs. Springs. No, Palm, Palm Springs. Springs. She had, like the, It was like the... Uh, what's that casino? Whatever. It was. She had a room in one of the casinos. Now it's like a makeshift improv. Yes. Yes, I can't yeah. think of the name of so it. So, Paulie yes. says, hey, I want you, Simone, Ari, come down, open for me. Great. We go down. He gets gets one room off the side of like the highway. We get there. We backstage. He goes, "Great news, my mom's here." (laughs) This is like 2004. We were like, "Fuck, dude!" We're like, "Not great news. Not great news for us." Like at this point, we were like Ari and I were hosting the open mic decently Sunday, Monday, back and forth. A couple that had made non-paid regulars, which at this point was like purgatory. The only thing you get in, like Jay Davis was running a good room on Friday. 
So you wanted to get in on those sets in the belly room, and you had your, you know. So I was like, I'm in a good spot. This is not good for me right now. <laughs> right. He goes, No, this is this is how Bobby Lee got passed. She saw <laughs> him open for me in Vegas. She was in the back of the room. She loved him. She made him a regular. I'm like, All right, great. Well, we'll see. You know, <laughs> cautiously optimistic. Simone goes up first, kills. Right. Ari goes up 15 minutes. Great. I go up 15 minutes. Great. Paulie goes up. Fine. We're backstage going, holy shit, this is great. I can't believe like I, this feels like I think we did it. You know, and then Shelly, the manager at the time, had <laughs> yeah. brought Shelley. Remember Shelly. Yeah, she had yeah, brought Mitzi, yeah. you know, yep. as part of the gig. You got to drive around. They know? were doing some cocaine. Yeah, we're going on down that, to San Diego. Buck up and gas up the van. We're doing cocaine all the way, honey. All so the, the way. So Shelly goes, Mitzi wants to see you. To, to the three of us, yeah. and we were like, "All right, this is it. We're going to get Here our button now." Yeah, three old but, boys. So now we go to the we go through the room. The room is cleared out. Only the waitresses are in the room, but there's a bo- there's booths in the back of the room, like you know, like the main room, right? Yeah. So she's at the end of one of the booths. Shelly's standing up next to her, and then and then Polly comes with us and sit and sits at the other end. So now you can't get in the booth. It's being bookended <laughs> by Shores. Yeah. So we're just sitting there, and all of a sudden we just we don't we're just and we just sit down in front of her like. Oh, oh, Simone's here. Okay, yeah. we just sent her like little kids. Yeah, and we're, like we're thinking like this is it. Like she's gonna tell us like how great it was, and she's just sitting there and she goes, "What the fuck do you think you're doing? <laughs> Who told you you can go on the road?" Oh, and we were like, and Paulie's just you know there sitting there picking his nails Bro, or whatever. I, like I'm out of it, you know, like this. I, and we didn't know what to say. We didn't know like how like. And we just let her talk for a little bit, and then eventually, was it who, was it Ari that said like, "You know, we did great." <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, we had a pretty good set. I don't know if you were in the room. <laughs> like he goes up, go ahead, go ahead. Yes. Yeah, uh, Brenner's is here, and he has like about five minutes. You better bring him in. Who, just, who is this? Brett oh, Brett Ernst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Brett Ernst, come so on we, in. So, so basically, she just sat there and 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 yelled at us. Because she's like, I didn't say you were ready to go on the road. You know, I got to, you know, I got a plan. You got to do you want to be a millionaire. Or you want to kill yourself on the road. You know, like she had, you know, whatever. So um, and we got literally we were so pissed. We were filled with fuel. Do you remember, Simone? We went back to the hotel. First, we went to gamble, which we won. And that was like, oh, that was weird. We went back to the <laughs> shitty hotel off the highway. And I remember just being like, fuck that lady. I was like, she does not know. I'm like, she, she hates us. She doesn't know shit about comedy. Like, what? I'm like, that's never good. At, like, as far as comedy goes, that's the probably one of the best sets I've ever had. It's never, I'm never going to be better than that. <laughs> so this is it. And this, she doesn't, you know, so I had that. Yeah, the fuel. Yeah. And we left the room. We drove all the way back. And I think she, like, for a month, we didn't get those non-paid I regular spots. I <laughs> Whatever fire. job, yeah, yeah. Being oh, her caretaker. Oh, were yeah. wow. you lucky? Oh, my God. oh yeah, exactly. Shit. That was God. That was a godsend. Wait, yeah. My favorite ran is easy one is when she was calling the beginning stages of the, the dementia. I don't know if you want to tell that one. Yeah, I that, that was the beginning. Did, okay, so we've, we've touched on dementia. A tad. Okay. Well. Well, All right, because I told you. We, well, she, this is a, she was never fully diagnosed. No, but no. this was amazing this night. Okay, there's the one where she would thought it was Sid Caesar's birthday, okay. and now it's gonna drive. But this one's the one where I answered the phone and and okay, <laughs> so uh, we were in the. I was doing the cover booth, and she would call like maybe once in a while, the week, weekends and stuff. So um, I answered the comedy store. This is Steve speaking. You know, how can I help you? It's Mitzi. I've been raped in my own home. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. I, Steve, I remember this. Yeah. Yes. I remember. Red Arts, yes. ladies and gentlemen. And I, right away, I'm like... I told her to put the phone down. I, I, I immediately, like, you know, you're like, okay. okay. I'm like, is he still there? I go, because my whole thing with her is like, I never want to be the guy that's like, hey, but it's this is not happening. I'm so, like, I'm always like, is he still there? It's like, I, like, is it, like, can we get DNA? Like, I'm going to help you. Such a good yes, boy. I got to do that because I don't, I don't want to get in the crosshairs and get yeah. fired, you know? Right, right. <laughs> so I go, okay. She goes, I got someone's got to get over here. And I'm like, all right. Now I start look, do the thing. I start looking around. Who we got? Harris? You want me to send Harris? No. You know, you want me to send so-and-so? No, no. I'm, I'm like, you want me to come over? No, you can't. I go, uh, hold on. I'll go look for Tommy, right? Uh. So I go through the back of the OR, to through the back hallway, into the main room. I see Eleanor serving drinks in the back of the main room. I go, Eleanor, do you know where, do you know where Tommy is? She goes, I don't know. I haven't seen Tommy. I go, I got to find him. Mitzi's been raped in her own home. Right? <laughs> in front of all my customers. In front of all the customers, right? So I go to the cover booth. I find Tommy. I go, Tommy, you got to get on the phone. Mitzi's on the phone. She's been raped in her own home. I don't know. I don't know how. I, that's what I'm just going to. You want to talk to her? You want to get it out with her, right? So just then, kept dropping that bomb on everybody. Yeah. yeah. So then finally Tommy picks up. He's on with her, right? I go back through the main room I'm going to the back and all of a sudden as I'm going th- right by where now the bathrooms are right by the hallway I feel an arm grabs me right and, and this guy goes hey I just want to let you know I don't want to make a big deal out of this I, I, I rate Mitzi Shore okay I'm yelling I, at you at I don't want to make this a big deal and it's Vince Vaughn and he goes and he goes he had heard this whole thing he had heard me at the exchange and I goes I don't want to make it a whole thing I don't want the Hollywood reporter getting involved did I take sex from her? Yeah, maybe I did. But did she probably want it? Yeah, I think she had a good time overall. You want me to go on the main room stage? I'll talk about it in front of her. And she just is doing this whole thing. And I'm cackling, right? Yeah, cackling, cause... cackling. So now we're, I, I'm still walking back to the OR cover booth, and he's following me, keeping the bit going, right? Finally, I get back there, right? And I, I pick up the phone, and it's Mitzi again. He goes, let me talk to her. Let me, and he doesn't know that this is a real thing that I'm dealing with. Yeah. He thinks that it's really- He thinks we're um, uh, We think we're doing a bit. And he picks the phone out of my hand. And he's like, hey, Mitzi, it's, it's Vince Vaughn. And she's like, and he hear, I could see his face. He's like, oh, my God, this is really her. And he just hands <laughs> me the phone back. And I'm like, yeah, bro, this is real. Do you want me to tell her what you, what you said? <laughs> and he's like, no, dude. Yeah. Been raped in my own home. What's up, Rick? I got to have Rick back. I'm sorry. Well, hold on one second. Wait, Brett Ernst wanted to tell a story because I might have to go on. So now Rick's back. So if you want to wrap it up with Rick, let's do that. Uh, so uh, all right, yeah, I'm going to go upstairs and watch Holtzman. Did he come down here oh, yet or I'm no? I'm after Holtzman. Oh, so, you are? Yeah. He's not on yet. I don't think. Uh, so wait, Brett Ernst, did you have a good Mitzi story that you wanted uh, just, to? Uh, you know what? You know how people used to get nervous about uh, she was showcasing? You? Yeah. yeah. Well, just even afterwards, because you know she was the type that if you were doing old material. You oh, could certainly. lose spots, and if you were doing new material, didn't want you could lose spots. So I, I was in front of her. I was nervous. I did this bit. I couldn't even tell you the bit. And as I get off stage, she goes, "Get over here." Now at this time, everybody always had the dementia stories, you know. And, and you know, I had talked uh-huh. to her a few times. She's like, "That your scent was terrible." <laughs> and I go, "Okay." And she goes, and you did a joke Johnny Sanchez did in 1996. <laughs> right? So it always stuck what in my mind. Memory. So I see Johnny. Later on at the at the factory, and I'm like, let me. Ask later you on that day, that no, night, like, or okay, like six seven months later, I go, did you ever do this bit? And 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 I, I forgot what it was, and he goes, no, I don't know. What... <laughs> then he went home, and then I get a, a phone call like the next day. He's like, yeah, I actually did that joke. Now that I remember, <laughs> and 
she remembered yeah. <laughs> a bit from, a bit from 1996 ago. that even, I never even, like, like it wasn't like, uh, you know, I knew Johnny Sanchez's bits no, when I was like a, bouncing you, at You studied Boca. him. Yeah. Um, but, Who didn't? Uh, but I'm saying, <laughs> she remembered, he didn't even remember. You did and that. And then, then he's like, oh, yeah, I did. And then and it was just a, you know, I, that was how she recalled everything. She is, had a ridiculous But memory. you know what the problem was with that is that every once in a while when she talked to you, you would assume that she wasn't with it sometimes. Yeah. But she was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She Because prob- she'll drop a, 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 a nugget on you. And you're like, what? Yep. <laughs> you know, and... and uh, which you got to go? Yeah, I got to do a spot. Sorry. She That's also, okay. Uh, this is what we do. So you guys just yeah, do we're it. We're used oh. to this. What was the... Uh, whose birthday party did she want you to Sid take? Caesar. Sid Caesar. That was so the other one I was going to tell. She wasn't always with it. So that <laughs> That's one... That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That one, I, that was doing, I was working the cover booth at 1030. So my normal thing was to go to her house at 8 under the guise of like, pick her up and bring her to the store. It ended up me hanging out with her for about an hour and then carrying her up to her room. And But it was great. You got to talk to her. But this night, she was ready to go. And she goes, we're going to. She goes, I, I go, we're going to the store. She goes, we got, we going to Sid Caesar's birthday party. <laughs> this is we're, we're in the car. I go, <laughs> what? She goes, Sid Caesar, he's got a birthday party. We gotta go. I go. Was he alive? No, dude, he's been, he was dead. I think, I mean, I don't know, but I'm, sh- I mean, I know he was dead, I, but I yeah, he's still alive. I, no, I think he died like a couple years ago, but I, he was <laughs> definitely still know. alive then. Yeah, I mean, but he definitely wasn't having. He a was dead in party. my mind, <laughs> and there's no way that she was invited to Sid Caesar's yeah. birthday party. Yeah, he was dead to you. So, I mean, look, maybe I owe her an apology, and they texted each other, but I doubt it. So he's like, he was she waiting. Had, he had taken Christ. a couple of Viagros. Was waiting for speaking at the service. But yeah, you know, yeah. she was invited to my birthday party. But again, it goes back to my thing. I'm like, I never was like, hey, Mitz, I was never gonna be the one to be like hey by the way your 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 brain is left you know yeah betrayed yeah, you i was Why just like you? hey so i in the car i was like all right let's go we gotta go i'm, I'm going i'll go with you no big deal <laughs> i go here's the deal i gotta stop at the store because i gotta get my shift covered at 10 30 and then we'll just head out let me just park in there real quick and then i go you sit in the car and I'll be out in two minutes. No problem. She she's says. all dolled up. Great. She's I'm got, not getting fired, dude. Yeah, she's I got go, run, Of course, run into the main room. Tommy, Mitzi's in the car. She thinks we're going to Sid Caesar's birthday party. <laughs> you got to get her out of my car. I got to go open up the, the OR, right? Yeah. He goes, all right. And he's, and he's like standing there. He's like trying to. Hey, and Tommy. now it's like bouncing around. Like, who's going to deal with this? And Argus is like, buddy, I got to get out of here. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> and finally, Harris goes, hey. You've been inside of her. You got to go down there and you got to deal with this shit. <laughs> Marcus ended up going down, talking to her for about fifteen minutes, and getting her into his car, and he drove her home, or maybe to Sid Caesar's birthday. Yeah, they party. went straight over to Sid's. <laughs> well, dude, she used to call me Luca all the time. Yeah, well, that's oh, the thing. It's like I never love. wanted to yeah, she loved cross her or, or or say like oh, no, I don't think like, this hey, is Luca. Be she, great. She would call me Luca Palanca, and I'm like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll take it, and then. <laughs> You know, but then she just remembered a bit from 1995. Yeah, I know. You're like, how is this possible? You're out there just crushing with that. I'm a Mexican that looks like a <laughs> raccoon bit. And <laughs> Mitzi hits her with a, that's, that's, oh, that's Johnny Sanchez. That's weird. I will miss her greatly, though. Um, oh, my God. Can you imagine can how I, much fun do we have? Even when I didn't know I was being courted by a certain comic, uh, one night Mitzi fell out of her bed. And they, that was when they would be like, you have to go to Mitzi's. And whoever was around had yeah. to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like one of the first falls, and I was scared. So I ran over. I had to leave my shift and go to Mitzi's house and Who help her a upstairs. Comic. Uh, his name was uh, Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, really? Yeah. 
You remember Interesting. That. That's weird. There's a connection there. Okay, sorry. All right. So anyway, I don't know why I have to wrap myself out. I make a lot of mistakes. All right. You guys are gonna fucking judge me. Not anyway, a mistake. to you. And, uh, Alan, so, no. Alan, please. I'm gonna so we, come. I didn't oh, know. I'm the master of social media. <laughs> I didn't know he was coming behind me. I just flew over to Mitzi's, went in her garage, or you know, opened the gate, went in her house, and I'm in the house. I'm helping her up. I'm talking to her. She fell. She was in that little den area. She fell out of her chair, actually, not her bed. I was nervous she went down the steps. So we, I'm walking her up. I pick her up, and all of a sudden, I hear, hello? And I'm hey, like, who the fuck? Control. And it's Andrew behind me. <laughs> and I'm like, what? how did you know I was here? He's like, oh, they told me at the store, Mitzi fell. <laughs> like, For somebody who dated Dice, yeah. that's the worst impression I've ever <laughs> I'm trying to block it, but Man, calm she's, down. She's not shame attack. She can't do perfect impressions of every guy on earth. So I, I, I me and Andrew, me and, we're helping her up the steps, right? You guys are terrible, but I love it. We're helping her up the steps, and she looks at us, and she goes, you two would make a great couple. And I was like, oh, no. So Dice orchestrated this whole event. So Mitzi, I need you to fall out of the chair, and I'll tweet about it in 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> he might he might tweet about that. Watching her buckle yeah. other comedians though was great. Like, Always when funny. you would just when sometimes I have to she go would show up and Holtzman. people would scatter because they didn't want to go on. Dude, in front she of her. gave zero fucks about anybody. Anybody. I mean, not, and I don't mean in, in, I mean like who you were. Like you could come over and have twenty movies. She'll tell you to go fuck yourself. Yeah, she didn't care. Less. She didn't care at all. That's the that's the I mean the sad part and the cool part is we're all part of this era that's gone. Yeah. Is it? Totally. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, look, the store I, is there. There was a lot of us that thought it was on the respirator. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, and I, now it's it's back to being the hottest club. I mean, you span what three, four decades? When did you start here? Eighty. Uh, Sixty-two. <laughs> you look great for your age, by the way. Thank you. I know. I'm just saying. I mean, it's just. Yeah, it, I, it, I, I I didn't think it would still be around in 2010. No. Back in like 2002 or three, I'm like, no at least I'll be here for the death rattle. That's By cool. By the way, I will say this: one of the scariest moments was when I was dealing with some guy who was trying to open a strip club. So he was going and getting these zoning. That Paulie had gone on to find out if he could put a strip club in the main room. That's where this club was at one point. Yeah. What year was this? Uh, 2014. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, but it wasn't what, then. What month is this? <laughs> no, man. I, I, I heard some. I, I heard somebody on the podcast talking about you know how how hard it is to comedy stores should do this this let more people in. I'm like, you wouldn't have been saying this nine years ago. You would yeah. have been making fun of this place like everybody else did. Yep. But the the ones that have been here and have made it through and you know th this is I mean I don't want to sound corny but this is our bond, man. I mean, well, you were saying it tonight on stage. It's true. Like, just so many careers have come, gone, through, hanging. Every if this place stays the same, and and you know now that she's gone, it's bigger than everybody. Yeah. Is it bigger than her? I hope so. Yeah. I don't. You I know, hope so. That's a great question. I don't know. You know, that's the only. That, that literally is the only common denominator. I think it is now. I think the way it's running now, it's a biz. It's an actual business yeah. now, and it's a money making business. It's a, yeah. I just hope, just hope that. There isn't fights legally that puts this fucking club under. That's yeah. the biggest fear. Is this? Do you really think that? that I, I think it's possible. I mean, they they fought. They went to court when she was alive. Right. Yeah. So, and it, it seems like I don't I don't know how they 
you know, dish out the the money now that I she's got, gone. But I got a copy of the will. <laughs> <laughs> this is breaking well, news, by what? the way. Don't, Don't verify then. It, no, one A. Argus Hamilton <laughs> will get the 915 spot. Here and foremost. Four services Four rendered. score and seven years ago. It said, said Lord Argus Sir Hamilton of the uh, of the Whigs. And the Tories. <laughs> and the Tories. I got my bases covered. 1B, et cetera, et cetera. The most important thing is covered. I got to go upstairs and take a piss. By the way, those are sick corduroys. Thank you, dude. I like those. Old, too. Those yeah, gentlemanly. I, I do hope... Uh, I, I just hope they let it be the way it's will. being I mean, run. It's, it's making money. It's, there's no way they could argue with whatever money they're all going to get out of it. So, and I I asked the manager the other day, you know what what the thought was, and they said that all four of the kids voted to keep it open. They want to keep it open. So they have to. Hopefully that's this is this is why would it stop right now? They're yeah. making money. They're saying the best money they made in 20 years. Yeah. Here. And so if it's making money, everybody's going to good wait until it starts going back down again. Then that's when the fear it. comes yeah. in. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, but I mean, even Yankee Stadium closed. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I would have made that on, comparison, but a, I understand what you're I'm saying. I'm sorry. <laughs> they're, they're sitting on a major piece of property here, though. Yeah. Well, that's. Yeah. Especially the with the, every the torn down every building Around across it. the street yeah. for the last two, three years and are building multi storied uh, complexes. but Now, you could look at it one of two ways. The value of the property goes up, but how crazy is this going to be with all the business around here on a regular basis? Yeah, the that's only, true. The, think about this. Even in this area, the only open bar that you can see from the street is right here, basically. Yeah, that's so true. So even people just roaming around, it's so good for so many reasons. I hope that it's okay. I think it's going to... I mean, you can't... This is... Th- I heard from what I heard is that you know before they took her to hospice, she came here. She wanted to come here. Yeah. They put the lights on, played her music. Yeah. I mean, this is her. I mean, I I, I don't know how other families operate. I can't imagine who was there. Does I can't imagine know? them ruining that dream. I know it was Pauly and uh, Alfred and the cleaning crew, Juan Carlos. I know Juan Carlos had turned everything on so that when yeah they brought her in, everything was already going. Like uh, that's that's like pretty nice. Yeah, that's pretty nice. It's a cool thing. What to is do. that? The one thing that what is that they were watching her? What do they call that? The hospice. Hospice. What I didn't know about that until I started asking about that. Do you understand that before Mitzi went through that? Do you understand what was going on there? Yeah, my my grandma was in hospice. What is it exactly? That's where you go to peacefully. Yeah, the basically there's no chance of you surviving. Yeah. So they take you somewhere where they're gonna basically. Make you, comfortable. make you comfortable. And do they guide you? Do they say you're going to see things? Like they were telling me that, oh, they say you'll see I mean, this type it, of light. Me- a medical, I mean, I've been in twice hospice, and, and you, you just, I mean, they just make it comfortable. I mean, I, they do, you know, they give you comfort packs, which are things that, you know, depending on what's wrong, that, that ease the pain a little bit. But uh, and if you're religious and they have religious yeah, people religious there to people talk to you have. and kind of help you through, but. Never heard of that, but boy, oh boy, that must have been just when she came here. That must have just been very tearful. Yeah, I mean that's crazy. That I mean it's really cool that they did it, but just the thought of like bringing her here, like for Polly, must have been so just traumatic. Like oh. taking your mom to her club for the last time, and knowing you know what. It. And this was the club that she showed so much love to. 
I bet you all those kids at one point might have felt a little cheated or jealous by this club. For sure. You think? Oh, I'm sure. How could you not be? Because she was here all the time. And you've got to think about this. I always, when people say, oh, she lived such a good, she lived a wonderful life. Think about this. You're 41 years old. You're in a loveless marriage. You get divorced. You come to a comedy club where you've got young guys flirting with you constantly. What a, even if you're not doing anything, just the fact that people are acting like you're attractive and talking to you like that, she had to be in heaven. Yeah, and on top of that, she's turning it into a successful business. Oh. And she's, well, she's, she's synonymous with comedy. I don't think yeah. there's a name more synonymous. I mean, it, I mean, you could maybe say Bud Friedman. But I don't think so, not but anymore, not, not like not, her. But she was always uh, hands-on. And, and the other thing, I mean... She was the most powerful woman in comedy till probably the early nineties. Yeah, you could say from seventies, eighties, and early nineties. I mean, this was the uh, yeah. the gateway, the pathway. And as someone who got burned by a comic, just to know that she took his comedy club and then oh, became yeah. infinitely a bigger name in <laughs> the world of comedy than <laughs> yeah. he ever was. Exactly. Just like oh, I mean, she such good vengeance. She ended up with the perfect divorce, and you know what? It makes me happy that her life was so happy because of that. Dude, this is, I mean, like I said, it's, she's, this is as big as it gets. This is, I, I, I says Harvard, Yale, Princeton rolled into one. I mean, mm. this is where I got my master's degree. Yeah. You know, me and, too. and you're working and hanging out with the best comic minds in the world. Yeah. And there's no, and again, to be a part of the history, we, we, we weren't here when it was, when I got here, it was not, I remember everybody used to shit on the store. You'd be one eleven thirty. You'd be happy if there was twenty people in the OR. Yeah, you know what I mean. But we, we just grew and grew, and you had guys uh, like I, Rogan and Diaz. And I'll tell you something interesting. A, a, a thing that shows a lot about comics themselves, like Robin Williams, as we see now, is kind of a fucked up dude. You have the great story with him, but I think one of the wonderful stories about Robin Williams was what showed him what a true stand-up comic he was and what this place meant. The night he hosted the Academy Awards, he's the biggest person in show business that night. He can go anywhere. Where did he go when he hosted it? He came right here, and he hung out here all night in his tuxedo. Dude, we were hanging in the parking lot one night. Were you with us? Is this the same story? We were all in the back. It was like 2.30 in the morning, and he turns the corner, right? And I have to go here. So he turns the corner. And we were all just kicking it out in the back. I was probably yelling about something. And uh, uh, and then all of a sudden, he's just there. And I'm like, yo, what are you doing here? You know. And, and he's like, oh, I missed this place. And he was just hanging with us in the parking lot. And he just said, I just was thinking about this place. And, and I drove by, and I stopped, and I just was just wanted to be here. And Carrie, Jim said the same thing when, when he we were judging the uh, roast battle upstairs. And he was in the parking lot just telling us stories. There is... This place is, um, I, I, I told this analogy, there's a, a uh, Peter Luger Steakhouse, I guess, well, Wheels told me this, so I don't know. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I've been there. Dice, Dice actually took me to Peter Luger Steakhouse in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. But that pan hasn't been cleaned in like 50 years, and it's cast iron. So apparently that because of the, the you know, the, the saturation of, of the spices, I mean, they wipe it out, but you don't really you wash a yeah. cast iron pan. And when it heats up, it kills all the bacteria. And apparently that's why that those steaks are so good. This club is like that pan. It's absorbed all of these comics. And, you know, we're such a rare breed. It, it, we're like the blue collar of the entertainment industry. And, and if you're a comic fan, a stand up com, uh, a fan of stand up comedy, this is, you could come here and see, 
like if it was football, you'll see Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers hanging out with Roger Stahlback, and you know what I mean. There's no other art form in the world. Musicians don't even have a place where you could just go and see them and well, interact with them. I just, I just think that right and Mitzi now, made that people, yeah are still looking at what Mitzi did and understanding. I'm talking about the family, and I just hope they continue. I think that they kind of do. Have you talked to management at all? I'm sure you have at least a yeah. little bit. Yeah, I, I was talking with Eric. He was just saying, you know, everyone's on board right now, yeah. and they're all – I mean, obviously, you know, their mom died three days ago or whatever, but they're all very into the idea of keeping, uh, you know, her world alive. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's the most important thing to them. And, again, they're all going to benefit But they're a part of this, too, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what, like I Dean mean, was I can't saying see earlier. Paulie like, going. Sneaking in. No, and, I mean, it, it's a nice thing for Paulie and everything about him. And it, and it would be crazy if he left. And it was funny because, you know, I heard that Scott really took it real hard. Of yeah. course. And it's just like, wow. I saw, and he was hanging here, too. Even though I don't think these people love this place like we do it, to a certain extent because like I said I'll bet you there's a lot of things if you really talk to them about I get what you're place. saying I, I agree 100% and, I get what you're saying and I th- but I, I don't th- know the feeling- family that that well I've known them 20 some years but I've never like talked I, personally yeah. with them so I wouldn't know I know from just hanging with Paulie like when we were on the road and asking him questions because I was always so curious about hearing the stories there's definite a definite sense of he felt neglected at times, and uh, but it, he never presented it like I'm I'm mad about it. It was just yeah. like that's the world I have to get in. I think a lot of why he became a comic was because in his mind it was I will get the attention from my mom exactly that you know that I always would craved. mean so much to me. Yeah, yeah, and I, that's because why you I, think about it. Sammy Shore, his father, was a comic. So that guy's got a fragile ego, too. He's trying to get all the attention on him. Yeah. So just think of that. So, you know, it's nice to see, but I just hope that everything stays cool with them because it is a great family, and it would never be the same But if anyone else ever owned this place. No. There's too much history. There's too much. Well, uh, right, and there's too much. There's just if too, it went corporate, there's things that are gone. Where's that provider go? Yeah. He doesn't have a place to work anymore. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that, if it went fucking corporate, I mean, <laughs> not quite the same extent as Apravaya, but... <laughs> speaking of, I, I remember watching... He's right here. Right? <laughs> Come in and tell us. Eric? Don Barris? I remember Robin Williams watching him the night that we partied with yeah. him, and him walking back hallway and looking and seeing... Robert William Apravaya on the stage and being like, "Oh my God, he's still here!" <laughs> yeah, and we we're like, "Yeah," and he's like, "It's it's like seeing a ghost. Like you come in and you see the ghost of someone you knew in a different life." You know what? I swear to God, after seeing that incident with Robin Williams, I always thought that Robert Apravaya is like the lost comic, the guy that never dies. Wasn't he's he like a brilliant 70s. comic at one point? No, I heard all these he rumors went to law, about him. He went to law school, played basketball, right? Played college basketball, and I and I don't care what you do. If you're good enough to play in high school, then you play in college one year. If you're on an organized team in college, and he averaged over ten points a game. Of course, he's telling Mary Jane, so you never know. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, oh, this, this, ought to, this ought to get her hook, line, and sinker. I don't think he lies. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a lot of things. I don't, he, I think he read he read the 
the person well, too. He saw Mary Jane. He said, athletic prowess is what's going to snag this this and, dame. And a diaper dame. on my head. <laughs> it's, I'm a shoe. With the, the Ralph's plastic bag. But that's the thing. This place is unlike any other place, and there never will be another place. Nah, I mean, I'm thankful. You can't explain it to people. No, you, you really you can't. can't. And it's, you, can't. you know, and, and what's wonderful is that people that see this and I made me think because somebody who I was wondering I wonder what he's feeling right now uh Paul Mooney did do you know Paul at all oh yeah he, he was still around quite a bit he'd come in and do sets and yell at people he, I heard he's pretty bad right? that's what I've heard I just don't know what's going on I don't I was know wondering if you heard because that's he was like truly I've the the first guy and it meant so much because I I was a huge fan of Kinnison and Kinnison said you want to watch a guy that can get no matter what is on before him there's a fucking circus act before him he can get those people within his realm within a minute you watch how he can take anything that was on before him and bring it to Paul Moore. You were like circus act. From that point on, I was inspired. Exactly, <laughs> but I mean, he was he was fantastic, and I don't think that he gets kind of the credit that he deserves. Yeah, I've, I've heard so many people, and again, I I exist basically in solely in the comedy. What did you get here, so. though? I got here in 2002. Yeah, I was going to say, you got here like not that far after me, but yeah. like a, a, enough to where like I, I was like, all right. I just, everyone would always say, you know, he, he wrote for Pryor and he did this and he was like basically the brains behind a lot of Well, you think about it. Dude, he wrote, he, he wrote on Sanford Son. He wrote for Pryor. He wrote for yeah, he Eddie Murphy. Pryor, uh, he was he, on the Pryor uh, um, variety show, right? right? He, he wrote, With Robin Williams. Yeah, well, he did because he was Argus like one of the guys. had a spot in one episode. <laughs> yeah, so that kind of. Uh, <laughs> but he wrote with Dave Chappelle. He was on the Dave Chappelle show. Yeah, that's he right. was on In Living Color because they used to do his bits on there. And then instead of like arguing with him, they just hired him as a writer. I mean, he's touched on s for anything like really cool black stuff since the 70s. Paul Mooney's been kind of part of that. Yeah, no, he's, he's definitely... Uh, so, uh, I, but I, I still remember that one night, I think you had a couple come on stage and have sex. Wait, oh, okay, come on. Yeah, it's, <laughs> Wait, Rick, it's hilarious. You know, people, people say Girl, that. They, yeah, they were, and then he was in front of them going, a chew and a frog walk in a bar or whatever you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy's going down on this girl. Okay, all right, saying, I don't no. think this happened. I'm going to deny that any of this happened. Come like, on, we're talking about All right, Nancy. I'm going to bring up your next comic. Okay, we're. Uh, <laughs> uh, I saw. I saw. All, <laughs> I saw Paul Mooney one night when I was a doorman. Uh, someone had told him, "Hey, do you know? Do you know Johnny Zap?" And I can't remember if it was me or if it was someone else. And I was standing with him, but they were saying Johnny Zap keeps saying that he was Richard Pryor's stage manager <laughs> and that you know he he helped Richard live on Sunset Strip and all this stuff. And he was like, "Who?" And we were like, Johnny Zap, that guy's sitting out there. And we're pointing at him out the window. And he's like, oh, he doesn't know Richard Pryor. And we're like, well, according to him, they were very close. Of course. Everybody's so full of shit, man. So then he just walks. He goes, oh, I'm going to go talk to him about it. And he went down and he was like, hey, you worked with Richard, right? And Johnny was like, yes, I did. I worked with him. You ain't never met Richard Pryor. And if you did meet Richard Pryor, it was Richard Pryor going, get this creepy old guy away from me. And I was like, that's the thought of one Johnny Zap always being a creepy old guy. No matter what year it was. I think Argus is the only one left, right? 
from that era. That and still Dice, performs regularly. I, mean, I guess Dice and Dom, but Dom was after Argus too, right? Yeah. Dice and Dom were after Argus. Yeah, Dom's 80s and yeah. Argus, Argus, I think, 76. 70s, yeah. He's the last one. Yeah. It's got to oh, be. Mooney, yeah. Because Mooney was here, and then, you know, I, I guess he, you know, but he's pretty much it then. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I would Harris Pete. But when he was uh, working the door here, I never even saw him perform. Though. Who Harry New Year's Eve. Eve? Every every year he'd bring in New Year's Eve, right? He'd do yeah, a set and bring in New Year's Eve. And he just, I, I mean, I think by the time I got here, they, he wasn't even doing that. It's funny that at what point in your life do you just say, "I'm done"? I this is it. Yeah, I, I've tried all my can. I've I you quit. can't do it, and I, he just quits. Well, when pe- like people say, like, "Yeah, Harris," I guess still performs in Vegas sometimes. Yeah, I was like, really. Yeah, I was like, "What?" I didn't even know he still performed. But someone was saying like three years ago or something that they did shows with Harris, Pete, in Vegas, and I was like, "Wow, God bless him!" Still blowing up fireworks. I'm assuming that's all anyone ever told me. Like, yeah, he blows up fireworks <laughs> at midnight. Like classic. And he handed that tradition on to Skippy Simon, who I saw earlier. Yeah, he's Skippy's well, back. He was There's here. Skippy Simon. Yeah. He's still here. Is he here? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. upstairs. What's he doing here? Said he's trying to get back into the club and thought now is the time. Now that Mitzi's gone, I I mean I think is that what he told you for real? That's what he said. I go, what are you doing here? He said, "Hey man, just trying to get back in the club. I don't think it's going to work though." I was like, "You could say, I mean, again, we could say we want about Tommy, good or bad, but he once he was a big part of getting the lineups to where you know what he did. I'll just say this: he used to watch and actually know in the room, no matter what." Barbie Ors and all them were fucking kicked Wh- out finally. Whoever is in charge of something like that, they're not going to make everybody happy. No. For me, he made me happy. Yeah. You know what? And that's all I can say. Did he did he purposely fuck with people? Yes, he did. He would he would fucking tell Dave Taylor one thing and then tell me something try to get me to argue with Dave Taylor yep. constantly. But you know what? Where did he learn that from? Mitzi. Mitzi yeah. Because Mitzi did the exact same shit. I remember so many times she would always put uh, Peter Chen right before me. <laughs> and I would always go up and try to tell him, hey, can I give you this intro for me? Will you leave me alone? <laughs> How come every time that I, I am on the stage, Don Barris is always uh, talking, but when the other comics are up here, no, the, nobody is talking. But but then Don Barris, when I am on the stage... <laughs> oh, God, man. And he would go through the whole thing, and I'd finally give him the intro, and he'd go up... Okay, this next guy, he performs at clubs and colleges all over town. And I would fight him for like an hour. Just take my fucking intro. <laughs> Just the most generic intro. Do you remember ever? the kid from Germany with the hair? Frank Lammerman. I remember yeah. when that one time, like, he, he was killing it at the packed house he was on and he was doing a set and, and his jokes were like hitting and, and he was like, I'm killing. But <laughs> every time he delivered his punchline, Ari. <laughs> Stick his dick through the curtain when oh, he was on yeah. stage, so the audience was laughing. At, at, well, you remember all the sex stuff. Man. I know, man. This place for comedy. What a pervert this guy yeah. is! Yeah. I was in the back rubbing one out. I, I remember Frank Lemmerman showing up one night, like real late. We we're all hanging out. It's like one thirty in the morning, and Frank rolls back into the comedy store. He had left like four hours earlier. He's going, I like that kid. That I am. Kid. I am so <laughs> fucked up. We're like, what's over Oh, I'm so fucked up. I went to Polly Shore's house. Uh, we were smoking pot and drinking in the hot tub. I am so fucked up. I just rem- I remember that night. <laughs> just that face. Uh, he had so hair up to here. Man. Yeah, it was like a solid he, he bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. 
spray it all up. Well, uh, he always he always told me that he was like the Pauly Shore of Germany, and I just remember being like, "All right, man, whatever." <laughs> and then uh, and some you went there, and there was an Encino man starring Frank Lemmer, which would be spectacular. <laughs> Um, but these kids I went to college with were in L.A., and they brought a, a German guy who was just one of their friends I didn't know. But we were all sitting on the front patio, and they're just like, oh, it's so cool you perform here. And I'm like, yeah, I, I get up twice a week at one forty in the morning. But, yeah, I perform here. And then Frank Lemmerman walks by, and I just see the German guy's face, like, shift to, like, just shock. Like, he just saw this enormous star. And I'm like, you all right? He's like, is that Frank Lemmerman? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And he's like, in Germany, he's kind of like our uh, Pauly Shore. <laughs> and I was like, wow. I didn't realize that was like his, you know his actual we title. Ger- we met some German people in Vegas, and they, they knew exactly who he was. They were like, that guy's, you know. I do know this. I know that if Brilliant. Mitzi could have said, hey, listen, when you talk about me on the podcast, wrap the show up with a Frankie. There's many Frankie. So, yeah. Mitzi, it is me, Frankie. <laughs> I am so drunk. I am so fucked <laughs> up. The sun got me so high. Uh, well, so I'm going to go up and see my spot. Yep. Guys, yeah. All right. Always up. a pleasure. We're wrapping Mitzi. it up. Uh, up. Yeah, Mitzi, Mitzi made this club great, and uh, we will miss... Dude, I love the chair back there with the flowers on it. Reserved. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, right. All, of her, all of her booths are... I'm gonna, all, all five of them. I'm going to sit there. <laughs> <laughs> it's reserved for Don. <laughs> we love you, Mitzi. Thank you for doing what you did. Yep. Yeah, we do love you. Creating this place. and uh, Yeah, we just wanted to let people tell some Mitzi stories since we lost her. And this is our first podcast since... Um, but come to the comedy store. Honor a great lady by uh, enjoying her club. Thanks for listening. Bye.
you'll have our love to chase away the blues and any 